Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. trying to organize everything in my head right now. We got a lot to speak on. We do. And um we're going to uh let you guys uh, in 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 the uh in the constellation uh dictate some of that, but yeah, we'll bring up some things here at the top as we go along. But first, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh if you uh if you are listening live, you can call in Call into the Constellation hotline and talk directly to Cam and myself. Uh, hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And this is a really awesome poster you put together today. I just, just came across my, off my, uh, my gram. Um, so yeah, that's the way to talk to us live. Also, if you want to have a, a give us give us a verbal message, uh, but you can't uh, get at us live, you can always leave us a voicemail, and you can find our uh, voicemail at four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Again, that voicemail number is four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. You can always shoot us an email anytime during the week. Anytime during the show, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, so shoot us an email at East Coast Cast. Oh, I'm sorry, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Got a, we've got a couple. Uh, one from last week, or maybe even two damn weeks ago, that <laughs> I just kept, you know, just 
for Nathan asking you uh, another music question specifically for you, Cam. So we'll get to that in a little bit before you uh, before you get out of here. And so again, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. That's the way to get at us on the email tip. You can always tweet the show. You can find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And the uh the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Uh Facebook dot com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. And I can't say anything to anyone for the next few hours because Facebook are some of what's your cocksuckers and and uh, gave me a twenty four hour freeze out. So what did you do? Yeah. I posted a meme that said "All Lives Matter" with a with a an asterisk. Oh, I saw it. Like, right, Facebook was like, "You may have violated our thing. We got to shut it down for an hour or for a day." I was like, "But really? <laughs> That's so some cocksucker on my friends list probably reported that. Like, mm, I'm white and upset. How dare you? I like kids in cages." Wow! Come back. What else? Did, what Facebook? The algorithm was like, mm, yeah, no, we we don't like the jib of this meme. We we've had we don't like that Juno about- filter you used on it to make it extra dark, make those we've white letters pop up. Keeping people on your friend list that you're not friends with. We we've talked about this, but you know. Wait, what about a friends list? I didn't hear you. Okay, we we've talked about you keeping people on your friends list that aren't your friends. You're so right. You you are right, but of all, I mean, <laughs> that just that just seems like like that. I posted so many like purposefully incendiary, like hurtful things. Well, <laughs> it only, I mean, it, things like this only hurt when you really feel like the spotlight's on you, and people certainly, after the last day or two, feel like the spotlight's on them. A lot of people's morals are being called into question. And they don't really have a good response for it. So, yeah, this is when they start telling all people. So, <laughs> all that to say, uh, thanks, uh, Scott and uh, um, yeah. NJ. I don't think that's a NJ. Yeah. yeah. Is, so, is, it N, is it NG or NJ? J. Yeah. But lowercase. So, it's not like New Jersey or. No, no periods in between, you know. So I'm like, but anyway, <laughs> appreciate the likes, Scott and, and Jay. Um, go uh, find the page, search the page on Facebook, and um, yeah, like the page, tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the uh, spread the love that way, and uh, yeah. So let's get to it. Uh, Cam, um, headlines, uh, poll results. Where are we starting? I feel like the headline has to be big cast release. Like, I, I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me stop. The headline is uh, the passing of Leon White, better known as Vader. That's oh, absolutely sure. the headline. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a newspaper, and, you know, they could have a sub-headline. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's released and down at the bottom. Yeah. Um, at the bottom real quick about Vader, just, like, I, I'm one of those people who gives Sting flack, but there are some great Sting-Vader matches. Um there's some great uh, Shawn Michaels Vader matches. I think. I hope I didn't just make that up. Um, Vader was no the way. first big guy I saw move like that. He's amazing. Um, 
you know, I'm I'm 32, so Vader was a big part of not just wrestling, but like a mainstay on Boy Meets World on Friday nights for me. Vader was just awesome, and um, you know, come to find out, like he's like a big white guy from Compton. <laughs> like you just you find out all these cool things about people later on in life. Um, absolutely a legend in WCW. Absolutely a legend in Japan. Uh, just rest in peace to I think one of the all time talents in wrestling. Just a, a really special guy, and he's definitely going to be missed. Um, yeah, he's one of he's one yeah. of those guys that I because of my distaste for WCW. I didn't see him there, and I didn't watch Japan Japanese stuff as a kid for sure. Uh, and when he got to WWF in you know ninety five ninety six and was doing his thing, then I wasn't watching. Um, so I didn't get I didn't get to see any of the good Vader. I got to see him come in and almost fall on his face trying to power bomb somebody like six years ago. Um, uh, so, but but you know he's one of those guys that was all over the tapes that I had and you know, circa 2001, 2002, when I basically went back and as much as I could relived the, the you know, the, the 90s, at least the mid and late 90s, uh, you know, Raw Nitro stuff, uh, so I could put everything that I was seeing now in, in, a, in a greater context, uh, era at the time, you know, in 01, 02 and stuff. Um, so, but again, he was one of those guys that was the glue in, in a lot of those shows, or not the glue, but certainly there, I should say, he was all, all over that that era, that that late mid and late nineties, uh, and those matches were really good. I mean, you, you talk about uh, him and him and Michaels. I mean, I think that match was it. No, that was Michaels and my, uh, Mankind at Mind Games. But him and Michaels did have some really good matches, either right before or right after that, I think. Um, but yeah, every. Everybody's pretty much has a consensus. One of the best big men, you know, uh, in the game. You you went further and just said one of the best talents. Period. Yeah, so, he's amazing. You know, like he, he certainly meant a look. lot to a lot of. People. Yeah, he just he 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 looked like one of those guys who could really beat you up, and that's special in wrestling. You know, um, he was big, he was nasty, um, but in real life, like a nice guy. Like right? just. A, a a special human being like Vader was. You don't hear people say bad things about Vader, and that carries a lot of weight with me. Um, for him to be such a talented guy, like just oh, big yeah, fan. Yeah, the worst thing you hear is you know his his trunk smelled. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, well, like know. like the guy like yeah, like he didn't wash as often as maybe he should have. I can forgive that. Like that's that's not a personal offense. That's a you know, but yeah, just just wow, like wrestling really lost. And I'm not one of those people who goes around missing people I don't know, but I do understand how important he was to to my fandom and to his family. And just, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Vader, man, R.I.P. Leon White. And, yeah, and clunkily segue into, yeah, Cass Cass is no longer uh, on the WWE roster, main or (laughs) developmental. So he's gone. He is. Future right. Endeavor. Yeah. But no, but he wasn't. That's the thing. He wasn't even Future Endeavor. He was let go. Oh, <laughs> just Cass has been released. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Said, like, he didn't even get yeah, he didn't Endeavor. get any well wishes. Like, yeah, help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. God damn. Yeah, the, the story goes that on the uh, European tour, he was drunk and loud and belligerent. And 
the, the European tour Cass, from a few weeks ago. Yeah, the thing about Cass is, um, you know, his whole mo was or his rep was that he was loud and belligerent even when he wasn't drunk. Right. Like he was, you know, a big time MAGA guy, which is fine. Um, it, it's okay. just when you have dissenting opinions that aren't popular with everybody else, there's a way that you have to present those to be tolerable. And they made it seem like he was in his face. He was in your face with his beliefs early and often. So to be that, to be literally bigger than everybody else and to be intoxicated, it probably got to be too much. They probably did a cost analysis on Cass and was like, look, we think this guy has a future, but yeah, this isn't going to cut it. So like Carmella is prospering and she was probably from the jump, if your money was on it, the one you say had the least shot of, of being successful. Um, and apparently he was released exactly a year from the day that he uh, – uh, in the script Turn. broke uh, yeah broke with Enzo so it's, it's really crazy and so it's it was speculated on because you know jokes are funnier than the truth a lot of the time um, that he was fired publicly because a meeting was called and the meeting was over and Cass was fi- had been fired like wait did, did he get you know uh, fired publicly or in front of the entire roster or at least some of the roster was said about. Uh, but I think that's been uh, been pretty shot down. But, it's, again, it's funny to think that's that. That's crazy, yo. Like, you know, you gotta, Steve said, Vince goes, raise your hand if you're on the main roster, if, if, if you've got a WWE contract. <laughs> and everybody in the room raises their hand and he goes, not so fast, Cass. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, that would be such a terrible Thing to do. Like, I don't even think Vince is that. Yeah, that's that's rough, not man. for big cast. Like, who's he to be to have Vince all in his feelings like that? So, but yeah, it's you know whatever. It's one of those things. Like you're you're you you there was you had you, you know cast and and Enzo, but you know cast specifically. Like you had a window, and you didn't wow people enough to the point where they're like, you know what, we're gonna. Be able, we're, we'll be able to put up with with this because this is like you said. Did a cost analysis? Like, what are the odds that he's going to turn into a money draw? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I kind of thought maybe something was up. I didn't think of uh, uh, release being released. Um, but once he lost to Brian, tapped out Brian two second month in a row, or you know, uh, I thought you know that's uh, I thought that's it for his. His uh, main event push. Yeah. And I was right, and but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> for his job, yeah. And we can um, run through these polls pretty quickly. Um, yeah. The first one was what was the best match of TakeOver? Uh, 48% of the vote went to Gargano, uh, Champa Street Fight. Uh, 28% Dream Ricochet. 21% the NXT tag title match. 3% uh, split between uh, Baszler Cross and uh, Aleister Black and Lars Sullivan. Um, you know, we asked if the Velveteen Dream was the next big thing in WWE. 59% said yes, 41% said no. Most of the responses for no um, simply replied or quoted that they don't trust Vince with that character. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I love him now, but in three years I can see myself really hating what they've done with him. 
Yeah. It, it definitely depends on, on, on perspective. Um, the third poll, uh, which of these events surprised you the most? Uh, the options were Ellsworth's return, Alexis Cashin, and Braun's win. Um, 54% said Alexis Cashin was the most surprising uh, surprising event. Um, 25% Braun's win, 21% Ellsworth's return. Um, the fourth poll, which I found, like I know I kind of held the goalpost in check on this one. Um, it led to some interesting conversation, but you know, it was, did you expect Ronda Rousey to be this good this fast? Um, 66% said no, uh, 34% said yes, but pretty, it was pretty standard that everybody thought that she was good. So it wasn't like, no, I didn't think she, or yes, I thought she'd be exactly as bad as she is right now. There was none of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's, I don't know how good I expected her to be. I guess Shayna Baszler is kind of who I compare her to having a similar trajectory, but Ronda Rousey's really good and really strong and looks like she belongs there. So salute to her. And then um, the fifth poll, assuming Brock Lesnar is the champion at the time, do you expect Braun to successfully cash in his money in the bank contract and win the universal title? 9% say no, 91% say yes. I'm, I'm really surprised by this poll. I mean, the other some of them I, you know, voted the other way, and you know, I thought Braun's win was the most surprising thing at the pay per view or whatever. But nine um, percent, I was with the nine percent that think I, if he's he can't like I. It's one of those I'll believe it when I see it things when that Roman Reigns is now maybe Braun cashes in on Roman Reigns, you know that same. Yeah. Situation, you know, that same, you know, after Brock beats Roman again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 after Roman finally beats Brock, I should say. And then Braun comes out and cashes it on Roman, and everybody's happy. And Braun's, but Braun ain't cashing it on. I just believe it when I see it. I think, yeah, I'm still in the Roman Reigns uh, business because I think that's where they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I that. Yeah, That's surprising. definitely a, a super interesting week in, in WWE. Um, you know, some other some other tidbits you have. Rusev is the number one contender to the uh, mm-hmm. WWE title, which is really cool. Um, I, Nia like Jax has already invoked her rematch against Alexa Bliss. Um, Ronda Rousey suspended 30 days for attacking Alexa and Kurt Angle. Um the uh, the Bludgeon Brothers costing Daniel Bryan his shot at the WWE title. I uh, just yeah a, a pretty interesting full speed ahead uh, at least in some aspects kind of week yeah. right after Money in the Bank. Um, yeah, so so pretty. Um, this is probably like the most wrestling that I've watched in a in a four day span. And I'll just say this: I had no idea that. Money in the Bank started at six, <laughs> so I missed the first hour, and I definitely slept through uh, the back half of the WWE title match and the front half of the Raw Women's title match. And I don't feel bad about it at all. And anybody who would do a thing like question my fandom, grow up and get a life, because <laughs> I was absolutely. Him, where's your where's your loyalty? I mean, I, I assume. You went back, and matter of fact, just watched the entire show again from start to finish, uh, even though you already had saw some of it, right? Hell no. I do none of that. 
man, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough. Like, no, it's yeah, there. Stand up for the WWE. It's not even it's not even one of those things where I'm going to get on a soapbox about it, but, boy, it, it's too much wrestling, man. <laughs> it's too much. Like, to have a pre-show, and then I looked at the clock, and it was after 10 o'clock. I was like, why are they still wrestling? <laughs> I want to go to sleep. Stop wrestling, please. And I do think that the um, the men's money in the bank match was cut a bit short. Um, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with super serving your audience. Uh, I think that's cool. But if you if you kind of total it up, um, and this is the last point I want to make before we kind of move on. So you have two and a half hours of NXT. You have what, six hours of money in the bank if you include the pre-show, I think. That's that sound about right. I mean, I want to say that was about six hours. Somebody might correct me. To be fair, you don't have to include the pre-show. I mean, they're they're broadcasting it live to get me excited for the show. But let's let's take let's take it away then. So, two and a half hours NXT, four and a half hours Money in the Bank, Mm -hmm. three hours and change of Raw, and two hours of SmackDown. Is how much? Twelve, twelve and some change with NXT. On the on the horizon and two oh five live on it right now and in the background from last night. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll have yeah, two oh five live. So thirteen hours, hours, hours fourteen hours and an hour. And, so, yeah, fourteen yeah, hours. Fourteen a week. hours of um, wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 or a five days fan. And I'm sure somebody and, and notice I have not said anything about anything being bad. Like if you tuned in at any point, you got your money's worth. There was some really good wrestling. Um personally I can't say enough about Ricochet Velveteen, but whatever people thought was lacking, I thought that that was everything I could want from a wrestling match. It's a legit rivalry based on who wants to be better and nothing else. And the characters that they portray playing those things up and that causing them to win or lose while you include them being top talents as well. I thought it was just perfect. Um, I I thought there were some, um, some logic flaws in the Gargano Champa match, um, but all in all, we kind of talked about it last week. It, it didn't lead to like a Gargano heel turn, but his attitude absolutely got the best of him and cost him in that match. Um, even the way the way they got to it was kind of clunky. Um, yeah, just you know, Elias putting on the best match. Got it. I got to grab this. Career. You got it. Um, yeah, Elias probably putting on the best match of his career. Uh, with Seth Rollins and Money in the Bank again, Ronda Rousey looking really good. Um, that NXT tag title match, uh, just as a way to open a show, was just really, really good. Uh, Birch and Lorkin, I don't know if they'll ever be any type of stars, but just very good at at carrying a wrestling match, doing that hard hitting European style. You know, leading to this UK tournament we have next week. Um, I did think that the men's ladder match was lacking a little bit. Um, it's a good thing that they did put Kofi in there to create some movement. I thought the women's ladder match was really, really good. You really do see the gap in athleticism between Ember Moon and pretty much everybody else. Um, I, I, Sasha Banks is athletic. Naomi's athletic. Charlotte's athletic. Uh, you know, Becky Lynch is athletic, but Ember Moon just has a a run fast, jump high about her that everybody else doesn't have. Uh, just 
really, really athletic. I thought that bump that she took after Lana gave her the face buster off the uh, off the ladder was really good. Um, Shinsuke, AJ Styles, um, from what I saw while I was awake, uh, seemed to be really good and hard-hitting. I like that they're transitioning Shinsuke into something important, even if he's not going to be competing for the title. Um, yeah, I-, I thought that really the weekend was – it was really, really good. Like, depending on who you talk to, depending on what you watch, Money in the Bank is becoming the fourth big four. Um, I think that it does carry more weight than a Survivor Series at this point because a lot doesn't happen in Survivor Series. Something I hope somebody brings up but might not get to, there seems to be this idea that Alexa Bliss is overpushed and I'm not sure where that comes from, but the idea was like, well, so why is it that Alexa's overpushed and people cheer, but Roman's overpushed and people boo? And it's just the rules are different when people like you. It's just different. Like if somebody likes you, they don't mind how often you're around because they like you. Um, Sean messaged me and said, stop telling on myself. Pretty much nobody who listens to this show can whoop me, so. If I fall asleep during a wrestling show, I fall asleep during a wrestling show. There's nothing anybody's going to do about it. And they're probably still going to tune in the next week. Um, Outside of that, probably the only letdown would be Roman Reigns and uh, Jinder Mahal. And the letdown isn't even the match. Um, And it's it's this crowd reaction stuff. Um, I asked a question on Twitter. It was basically like, you know, I understand there are things you don't like, but do you understand how you look booing the fifth match on a show with six matches still to follow, like having a breakout chant during that? And our man Frank jumped in, and Frank basically said, well, the problem is with um, the fact that they see Roman Reigns as a priority. And I'm like, well, no, I get that, but he wasn't a priority tonight. He was the guy in the middle of the show against Jinder Mahal. Like, it just takes less energy and makes you look like less of a jerk. If there's something on that you don't like, you can just sit there. You can go to the bathroom. You can go to the concession stand. You can check the scores on your phone. You can see what other people are saying on Twitter about the show. Like, there are a million different things that you can do instead of try to make that moment about you. Like, imagine not being a dickhead for 10 minutes. It sounds difficult, I know. But it's something that's very possible. So, really, Money in the Bank, that was kind of the only thing that disappointed me. Something interesting that I'm seeing from um, the New Day, and specifically Xavier Woods, I think Big E put on a great show against Daniel Bryan, uh, last night on SmackDown, he really is, like to me, a main event level talent. Um, and, you know, Xavier Woods pointed out, you know, collectively that trio has been in the WWE for 20 years. And nobody's ever had a title shot out of the three of them. Now, um, Kofi was probably the closest one in position um, you know, before his big push got derailed during that Randy Orton feud, and he kind of 
floated around the mid-card ever since, and he's had starts and stops that weren't necessarily his fault. Um, you know, Big E seemed to have next coming out of NXT, and maybe his quirkiness, maybe some things about his personality kind of stopped them from pulling the trigger with him. But, you know, I think that as much money as he's made the company, um, the three of them collectively, and, you know, the kind of match he can put on, like, Big E doesn't, when he's in there going and being physical and throwing guys around and standing next to guys, Big E doesn't look 5'9", 5'10". He looks like a monster, like what he is. So, um, And then Xavier Woods, I don't know if his trajectory is the world title. Like, Xavier Woods is a legit, you know, 5'7", 5'8". He's definitely, you know, built like a tree, but he doesn't necessarily have the size of a world champion, and with that frame, I don't know if he has – he doesn't have the look that a Finn Balor has to not be the tallest guy in the world. He definitely doesn't have the physique or the athletic credibility of a Kurt Angle to not be the tallest guy in the world. So even though he's got this big cult following because of things he can do outside of the ring, like he's probably the least likely one to ever have a title shot – but, you know, Kofi's been contributing as far as being the athletic presence on a show that's needed it so many times. And you know, like, he can carry a big singles match by himself. Um, like, you'd like to see him at least get a title shot. Like, hell, R-Truth got a title shot. So, even if it's just to say he had that match and was able to put that forward, you'd love to see that for him. And then, again, Big E, he's built like a world champion, and he should have that shot. Uh, Travis, you kind of got me hanging out here. I've been talking for like 10 minutes straight, but that's okay. Uh, another big thing, AJ Styles was named the cover athlete of WWE 2K19. Um, one thing that I did say on Twitter, um, and I know a lot of people who listen to this don't, um, you know, use the Twitter machine or the Facebook or anything, but, um, if you or like me at all, you know, you get excited for things like this because when you look at your New Days, your Bobby Lashley's, you look at your, uh, and by the way, Bobby Lashley's finisher being um, a super delayed vertical suplex, it's not going to cut it. But you look at, like I said, a New Day, a Bobby Lashley, an Ember Moon, a Naomi, a Bianca Belair, um, Street Profits, a Ricochet, a Velveteen Dream. Like, I'm so excited to have, like, all these black wrestlers as a part of the company. And so um, I'm going to start as soon as somebody makes the template of just putting all the black wrestlers on custom covers. So, like, if there's somebody that you want added to a custom cover, uh, shoot us an email at – what is the show's email – East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com, and I'll go ahead and put that together. Okay, okay, okay. No dead air, no dead air. Um, what I'll do while we wait, I'm going to find a list for you guys to check out. Um, since we lost Vader recently, I am going to give you a list of some of his best matches. Um, some of these will be on the network. 
some of these you'll have to kind of seek out on YouTube and otherwise. Um, so some of his very best matches. You have Vader and Sting, Great American Bash 1992. That is Vader winning his first world title. You have Vader and Sting at Starcade 1992. Um, it's with the uh, the King of Cable tournament. So that'll be really interesting to see. Then you have Vader Sting at Super Brawl 3. And that was kind of the blow-off match to their singles feud. Um, and it was a strap match. So that should be really, really cool to see. Um, as far as some really good matches that he had in Japan that you might want to check out, um, there's Vader versus Fujinami. Uh, Vader versus Chosu. He has two really good ones with Misawa. Um, a good match with Kenna Kobashi, Stan Hansen, Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, he had a tag match, him and Stan Hansen against Kobashi and Akiyama. And then a tag match with him and Bam Bam Bigelow versus uh, Kaiji Muto and Hiroshi Hase. So, some really good Vader matches out there. Again, um, he was just kind of one of the best talents I'd ever seen at that point. Um, just incredible for his size. Um, you really believe he was hitting as hard as it looked. Great speed. That face match has made him look ferocious. Um, you know, and also check out Vader versus Flair, Starcade 93. Um, that was originally, I believe, supposed to be a Vader versus Sid match. That kind of ended up not playing out. Um, I believe it had something to do with a pair of scissors. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that should be really an interesting one to see. A um, few other matches. Let's see. You are going I'm back, to by have... the way. Oh, there you slow. go. Um, yeah. There's a Hogan-Vader match. Bash of the Beach 1995 is really good. Vader and Dustin Rhodes, uh, Clash of the Champions, uh, 29. And then um really cool tag match, Vader and Sid Vicious against Davy Boy Smith and Sting at Beach Blast, 1993. So, yeah, some really good Vader matches out there for you guys to check out. Let me uh, read Nathan's email from a few weeks ago, his his topic to you. Cam, you talked about rap a lot. Did you listen to SUC and Fat Pat? So, yes. Um, and what does SUC stand for, uh, for the, for the lay people? Clip. Yeah, screwed up clip. Um, I did. Um, so, Fat Pat is like, oh, like, this is a lot. I have, I feel like he's asking me this, like he's throwing me softballs. So I kind of have a special relationship with Fat Pat because his last name's Hawkins. And like his brother Hawk, I was like a big fan of the both of them. Um, so Fat Pat sings Tops Drop. You familiar with that song, Travis? Who Drop? Tops Drop. Mm-mm. Yeah, trunks keep popping, tops keep dropping down in Houston. No? Okay. So that's his song. Okay. Big song down here. Okay. Um, Fat Pat sung the hook on 25 Lighters. And everybody knows 25 Lighters. Right? No? Yeah. 25 Lighters yeah. on my dresser. Yes, sir. I got to get paid. No, none of this? Okay. It doesn't matter. 
And then um, he also sung the hook on Want to Be a Baller. Not going to sing a third song. But, yeah, so, absolutely. Because, um, like, Fat Pat was like, yes, exactly. Like, Fat Pat was, like, on the radio. So I didn't have to seek out Fat Pat first, but, you know, kind of went back and did. Um, yeah, so Fat Pat, um, Hawk, yeah, SUC, absolutely. And then, you know, um, Little Flick the Leprechaun is, like, one of the biggest albums down here. And that's, you know, kind of immediately post-SUC. But, um, you know, think about those guys. Just like some of our favorite big-time rappers, you know, Fat Pat yeah. died at 27. You know, um, yeah, twenty seven club. Yeah, like just um, but he was, you know, he got shot, like, yeah, and then his brother was shot to death too. And I actually talked to his brother Hawk like before he died, like a few months before he died. Like we talked like via Twitter messages and just like about how I was a fan and stuff that he did made it possible for me to do things that I did. He was really nice and cordial about it. So, yeah, um, yeah, Texas is a very small place, even though it's a big state, because a lot of people who do the same things that kind of came up around that time were very nice and gracious to us who thought we could do the same thing. So, yeah. yeah. And what was the other question, Trey? You know, well, that was it. That He had a few, but I, we, I answered them two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, it, yeah. But, but the, you had gone, so then that was specific for you. Um, so I didn't know until someone shared you or Steve or something shared in the in the group chat about uh, <laughs> Gangston Gaffold, and you said that you specifically said they did anything not to say chopped and screwed because I guess that'll you know get you fucked up if you you know it's like yeah you copyright Everybody, well, it wasn't even copyright infringement, but everybody no, 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 sold out of the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, everybody sold out of the same mom and pops. So you would go to, like, up here, like, you go to Piranha Records or San Antonio, you go to Urban City. And because those, the store owners typically had groups too. And so. They had relationships with, like, like, put it like this. When I was in high school, like, Paul Wall and Chameleon were just hanging out at the record store in the mall. And we would just see them. And they'd say hi. Things like before they went platinum. You know what I mean? Like, some thug would just be around hanging out. And so you couldn't put, because people had so much respect for DJ Screw and Swisher House, you couldn't put Chopped and Screwed on your CDs and then try to sell them out of the store. Because they're not going to sell them. Like, no, you're going to change that. So it became like chopped, not slopped, slowed and throwed. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was all ganked and gaffled. Yeah. I was done. Ganked and gaffled. Yeah, man. So, all right. Uh, his, his email for this week, Nathan, that is. Um, oh. oh, that's VIP. So. I'm like, wait, you're not rich. Uh, Jabron, he uh, chimes in, uh, and then we'll get to calls right after this. Uh, what up, fellas? Three questions for y'all this week. I'm not sure if y'all would know this, uh, but there is two guys that always sit in f- front row, camera side. 
I've seen these dudes at every pay-per-view and takeover. One wears a light green shirt and a brown hat, and the other wear sometimes has on a really old brown-looking Brock shirt. I was wondering if y'all knew if they were writers or work for someone. I can't lie. I don't care how big a fan you are of the WWE. That's a lot of money and time to be dropping on every month. I figure I would ask because I always see these dudes at the pay-per-view. Um, well, neither one of those sound like those that couple that Johnny Fairplay was tweeting about this weekend or Brock Lesnar guy, you know, fake-ass Jared, um, fake-ass Jared Michael, uh, or old-school homie with the backwards red hat and the light blue button-up that was always, you know, open. Like, he's the class. He's like the guy whose, like, wife died of cancer or something, like, in 02. And he had some, he just got crazy money or some kind of settlement. I don't know. And he just followed WWE around for, for years. He's, like, on their DVDs. You guys, you know what I'm talking about, right? Backwards redhead guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but these guys in the dirty brown shirt, the old brown shirt, and and this other guy, I don't, I'm not familiar with. But no, probably not because familiar. I'm not you know, paying paying his uh, close attention. Um, why is Instagram giving me a new video? Oh, that's new. Oh, look at the oh, look at the new the strike twice. Uh, yo, fucking Chuck. No, yeah, I seen it. It's dope. Like that, the Black Lightning. Our artwork is dope. Yo, John Nay mm-hmm. looks so thorough. She looked dope in the, uh, in the, in the like little the sketch part. That was all done. Damn. You forget, like, cause, cause, you know, cause he does his thing. Like he works hard. You forget just how good he is, especially when he's not drawing you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you yeah. So all the ego stuff is like. You know, yeah, yeah three. Cause look at it, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all awesome. the side. It's just like, no, this is fucking awesome. He's special man. Strike twice podcast. So, yeah, guy. so look out for that. When it when it gets put on, we'll uh, we'll certainly uh, give it a shout here. Um, but yeah, I'm not familiar, Jabron, uh, uh, with, with 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 these guys. No idea. That's something you'd have to ask Reddit or something. They um, they know. Uh, second question, will we ever get a run with Rusev having a main title on either Raw or SmackDown? I mean, it's clear the people are behind him. Eh, yeah, maybe eventually. Probably. Odds are, if he stays with the company, if he gets back and stays in their good graces and that kind of thing, then, you know, yep. sure. But uh, I don't know what timeline you're looking you know, in the next one or two years. Like, maybe not. Then, then you know, he'll fuck around and beat AJ <laughs> next month. <laughs> yeah, right, and that'd be it. I thought, but I think their exchange was really cool. Um, Rusev and yeah. AJ shaking hands and then Aiden English being a jerk and getting slapped. Yeah. <laughs> and still, and Rusev being like, man, why you, like, not being why you do that to like, AJ. Yeah, we wasn't like, even trying to go there. Yeah. No, he like, got follow my lead. Like, yeah, he's like, no, like, we, we was talking, like, why did you do that? <laughs> why did you get yourself slapped? <laughs> That should be a really good match. Um, I'm not, like, Miz as a character is really, really good. I don't find Miz's offense to be super credible. 
I find it to be almost cartoonish, but he put on a good match. Like him and Rusev were good. Um, he played his part great, especially with the Daniel Bryan stuff. Like Miz is really good. He's never going to have like that five-star match, I don't think, but he's, he's really good. He's, he's, his character is so believable. His wrestling doesn't take away from him. You know, like he, he was really good. Um, that gauntlet match was just good all around. I liked that they protected Samoa Joe when you probably knew Daniel Bryan had to get out of that some type of way. Um, yeah. What is their question? What were your thoughts on Velveteen Dream basically wearing the same tights that Ricochet wear when he was in Lucha Underground, uh, when he was Prince Puma? Velveteen's been killing his character ever since he came to NXT. Um um, I'm trying to think how I should take that. It's Velveteen killing Pumas or, or Vel, uh, Ricochets, or are you saying he's Velveteen himself is killing it? Like, oh, ever since he showed up, he's killing it. Uh, because I agree with that one, but I don't think him digging, taking digs at uh, well, one Ricochet is that say, He's killing like, him. He wasn't I mean, basically, yeah, he wasn't basically wearing Ricochet's tights. He was wearing Ricochet's tights. He was wearing right? Ricochet's tights. Yeah, those are... I don't even know if he uh, got them uh, taken in or, or let out a little yeah. or added some fabric. He's thought, like, nope, I'm aware yeah, of the When we watched Saturday night, we also thought that he was wearing kind of Ricochet's tights, and then we got the photo evidence. Those are Ricochet's tights. Like, it was great. Um, and then I, I I don't understand, Travis. I, I think that I'm a three-dimensional person. I think that I explain the way I feel about things really, really well on this show. But there were multiple people, including Willis, who were like, I thought you'd have a problem with him paying tribute to Hogan. I'm like, guys, I'm, I am I have my personal feelings, and I also understand that not everybody echoes those, and I don't push them out of the bubble because of that. Like, Wait, everything but why are we? Awesome. Like, the character of Hulk Hogan is iconic, even if the yeah. person Hulk Hogan is garbage, who I wouldn't allow in my house or in my car. Like, <laughs> both things can be But exist. also, why why are we saying he's paying tribute to him? I get it. Well, no, my, for, I, I what like I'm saying friend. is, I'm not saying he's paying tribute. What I'm saying is, if Patrick Clark even was for Hulk Hogan, right. that doesn't affect my affinity for Patrick Clark. Like, or Velveteen Dream, actually. Like, because... Like no, Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark like, have his feelings. Because like, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't unfriend all you pieces of garbage for loving Hulk Hogan. So what I'm gonna look like not being cool with this dude? Like I'm a fan of the kid. Um, but no, everything yeah. he did was amazing, and I just that really influenced um, the poll this week. Like I just think that enough people who enough people who I never hear talk about wrestlers of color enough people who I never hear talk about wrestlers that might um, that might exude certain traits that are considered feminine, enough people who don't, who aren't into things like that are telling me that he's got next. You know what I mean? Like, the talent like is showing through the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, it's undeniable. So, like, I, I just, I'm absolutely enamored with this kid, and it tore me up yeah. to cheer against Ricochet, and I'm still happy Ricochet won um, because I think that was right for the story that they're telling. 
But man, Velveteen, that, that kid's got a future. That kid's got a future. Yeah, I, I think the word is provocative. I mean, uh, whether he like, there's no way. I guess you could ask him, but there's no way really for us unless it gets asked and reported on. If he was he trolling Hogan, or were you like legit? Like, nah, that's my man. I'm gonna go out there and do, you know. But he's like, you know, he's 23. It's not like he has a like we did or you know growing up. Yeah, if especially if he's 24, six and years he's older. Born in like 93. He would have yeah. seen, like, if, if you're born in 93, when was WrestleMania 18? Uh, uh, 01. 02? So he was like eight? <laughs> he was like eight <laughs> during Hogan's last big match. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but not so I, I, I just think he was being, being provocative. And how do you be, Yeah. how can you, you know, that character, like, just pushes the envelope and, like, well, let's get oh, people great. talking by 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 doing doing Hogan a guy that's you know persona non grata these days or at least had been for 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 a while and didn't even in his mouth. It was <laughs> it was designed to influence this conversation and other conversations yeah. like it. It did a great job. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Thanks for the uh, email, Gibran. I appreciate it. Uh, let's head to the uh, constellation lines for the first time tonight. Again, three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the way to. Get at us. Let's uh, start things off with uh, Kylan in Newark. Kylan, what's uh, what's on your mind? What you got for us? What up? It's not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Doing all right. Ah, that's great. Really, really sorry to hear about the passing of Vader. Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. He he was one of the greatest, if not the greatest, big man in wrestling history. Definitely. Uh, So anyway, on to my questions here. Question number one is in regards to Ronda Rousey. Okay. As a result of the major suspension angle, which took place Monday night, do you believe that WWE is ostensibly trying to portray Ronda Rousey as a modern female version of a combination of Stone Cold mixed with a little bit of Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch due to her rebellious attitude and in-ring toughness. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some Austin there. I mean, especially just if you just listen to how that crowd reacted. That was, uh, uh Marty texted me after that and was like, this was Austin levels of, of excitement in that audience. And, um, and he was right. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was a good segment. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like assigning 
you know, oh, this and mixed with that guy. I mean, she's 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 Rhonda. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's not my 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 thing. To, but but I definitely see those those traits and why you pick those those guys. Maybe not really Dusty, but um, certainly Austin. And uh, I don't even know about Dick Bruiser. How much Dick the Damn Bruiser have I seen to know? <laughs> Dick Mur- the Bruiser, Mur- Mur- I don't know. Or Dick Murdoch. Oh, wait. He was the one that, yeah, was supposedly what's his face is dead, kayfabe. Um, yeah, again, still. I watched AWA or whatever the hell he was, really. <laughs> I'm certainly not going back watching his matches now. Sorry. Sorry, Dick. But no, she's she's good. And she's she's got that character down. I'm more I'm more uh not concerned, but like like wow. I wowed at the at the fact at the idea that they got her being off TV for 30 days over. Like, the crowd was, like, really, like, oh, like, oh, you know, like, it worked for them. Like, you, you know. Because they had to explain it, because they can't, she can't be, oh, I'm here every week. You know, uh, that was how it was leading to WrestleMania. Like, you said she was going to be here, and then she's even advertised, and then she's not even showing up on certain Raws. They're giving Snickers, mini Snickers away to, to make up at the door to make up for, like, Brock and Ronda being those shows. I remember that show headed, headed to WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, so she's she's Ronda. Cam, anything to add to that? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, I, I don't I, – I hesitate to equate it to a tough guy because she's different. You know what I mean? Like, there's some Austin there, but – even Austin, for the athlete that he was, wasn't a legit fighter. You know what I mean? Like, it's what she presents is, is different. It's more like, and I think Wade or Bruce said it, it's more like a Ken Shamrock, um, the, the way that they're treating her. Um, I I started to say uh, other people like Ken Shamrock, but then I well, Ken Shamrock really did, do as that's why much I, as we That's why I personally don't like to do those because uh, it's just so subjective. Like, oh, yeah, a little bit of this and traits of that. Like, we're all somebody we saw, girl. You know, <laughs> you know, they're only they're only in this they're finite amount of archetypes. You know, so everybody's somebody. Somebody's a new. Well, so I, 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 I just to be. Yeah. I, no, 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 I, I know what you're saying. Pick names that really, really ingrain themselves into. I got you. Consciousness. So what's uh, what's your question too? And my second question concerns WWE's global expansion, and I bet. Ke- Cam will probably get an enjoyment out of this question. With the impending launch of the newly announced WWE NXT UK starting on, I believe, July 28th is the first set of tapings. Do you think that Triple H's goal is to eventually have 
different territories of WWE in every country. And how would you foresee that working out for WWE as a company? So I don't think every, well, of course, not every country. And and I'm not saying that's how you intended it, but every continent. Region. Yeah, I world. do think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think just the way that they're doing it, like they have, you have cameras, you have your own network, you have arenas, um, and running these other countries, you have people who will go pay to see people wrestle under your banner. And, and I think you're just going to be overloaded with content, um, you know, there are people you can put in charge. Like, Triple H, you know, has William Regal taking care of things for him, regular NXT, right? Um, you've got a Sarah Del Rey who's down there training people. Like, you just have – I feel like if Triple H is good at, at nothing else in the whole world, I think that he is good at seeing talent, not just who's on the field, but who can coach. Um, and I think you run it is just he, like you have. I think you got it. Is he Cam Professor X or is he um uh crap, who's the other leader guy I was gonna compare him to? Who Magneto? Uh, no, 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 no. Another just traditional like lead comic good guy lead fuck. Um Oh, oh, is he Cap or is he is he more Cap leader in that way or is he more uh yeah, 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 Doc uh Doctor or Professor X. I think he's more cat in that yeah. when he's out there on the field. Like, it's not just, I know you have this talent. I'm going to throw you out there and, and you know, hope for the best. Like, I want you to be the shining beacon. No, I think it's, I'm in the field with you, but when I'm not here, you're going to have these skills. Like, I can show you how to do it, and you're going to be able to do it when I'm not around. I think he's more that. Like, and I really think he's good at putting people in position. I think he sees talent like – when I see him stand next to your boy Pete Dunn, to me that's like a big brother, little brother thing where he just sees what this guy has. Um, yeah, Colin, I think they keep it just like they do it. I think that you take the time to cultivate this thing. Like that UK tournament, to me, was one of the best things I'd ever seen because that's the style of wrestling I didn't know I loved, but it secretly loved forever. Like I love the William Regals and the uh, the Doug Williamses of the world. Like I the Norman Smiley, like that, I love that. Um, and so, you know, for them to, you know, take a few years, have that talent over here, have your Bates and your Duns, your Mustache Mountains, your Wolfgangs, like all those guys, um, and now to have it be like a full-fledged thing, and now your you're Oni Lorkins and your Birches, I think you keep doing it like this. I think you slowly introduce these different territories. Um, you can have them be their own standalone show until you eventually have three or four of them, and now you have programming, um, you know, to sustain that network. And, again, because it's under the WWE banner in these different countries, I think you get a great turnout. It turns into a great, cheap television program. Now, me and Rich have toyed around with the idea of calling Triple H Triple NCAA because I'm hearing that people out there working for scholarships and not much more. Mm. That's a different conversation, I think. But, um, but yeah, um, I do think that Triple H is an excellent player coach, um, and we're going to continue to see that. 
What you looking like time wise? I'm actually about to switch over here in a second, but you can keep going. Okay. Let's uh keep it moving and go to let's see. Uh he's been beaten by five minutes, so two four zero. This looks familiar but I, I don't remember. Who's what this three from? Hey Travis, uh Marcus from D C. What's happening, man? Oh, you gonna call oh, and email? He being greedy. Yeah, cause I didn't know. <laughs> That's why I was like, I wasn't sure. I mean, I can um, I can just go over what I <laughs> Nah, big boy. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Get somebody oh. else a turn. No, that's not how it works. You, you get on, you get on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's on your mind, man? Um, you're just like, what you say? I can't mention what's in the email? My bad. <laughs> No, you're good. Don't don't sweat. I'm fucking with you. Don't listen to that. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first was like, I know um, Tyler mentioned Ronda Rousey earlier. Like an email I mentioned, uh, should we, at this point, should we be surprised that she's so good? Because, I mean, you look in a path of the people who who's like transitioned into WWE that's had like athletic background. They pretty much like have, have were pretty good in the ring. Like, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, like. Well, that's different she, than athletic was, background. They have specific combat backgrounds. So all three of those guys, including you know your and that, I get your point because Ronda and uh, does too. But when you when you uh, you know you just preface preface it by athletes like there's some that 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 <clears throat> haven't, but it's typically the fighting ones. Surprise, surprise. That that fair the best. I mean, I don't think you're, you know. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of who came from, you know. I mean, they're a bunch of football players, of course. It's it's wrestling, but, right? And I think, uh, can you guys hear me? Am I on? No. Yeah. You good? Okay. Um, I think the other thing about it, um, and not so much her getting it, but it's it's the speed with which she got it. Like again, this is her second match. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Not that it wouldn't eventually click, but it took – like, I remember watching Bobby Lashley on SmackDown, and Bobby Lashley was good, but there's a big difference between the Bobby Lashley we got and the Bobby Lashley in TNA that people raved about. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, but it's you know, different. I say that all that, you're not wrong because there's – it's weird to say she's a natural, but everybody you said, like, they, they haven't missed in a while on a combat guy. Like, Daniel Pewter's the miss. And everybody mm. else. Yeah, it was 10 years much, ago. 12 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else is pretty much on. So, so you, so you have a point. Like, like, maybe we should be, you know, we should have higher expectations for these, for these combat athletes. Um, because they they've they've delivered. Like again, I think it took Bobby Lashley more time than most. Of course, Brock Lesnar out the gate was just everything you wanted him to be. Kurt Angle out the gate, everything you wanted him to be. Um, but in the other thing, and, and boy, this is gonna make it seem like like I've just pulled a one eighty. Another thing is, we know how good a a Becky Lynch is, and she's been around forever. We recognize how good Charlotte is, but we understand they're still certain things about her, like she's clunky. You know, she's, she's yeah, big right. and strong, and everything bro. she does isn't smooth. Um, 
Yeah. You know, Sasha Banks is is a superb talent, and Oscar's a superb talent. But it's also who you're in there against. Like she doesn't have the luxury of going against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks every week. Like she's working with Anaya Jax, who we have our own criticisms about Nia Jax's abilities. So I think her, her ability to get in there against um, different talents and look good is a big deal too. You know, somebody said one of the most unfair things I could think of, and I don't know if they realized they were being unfair. They were like, is she really good or are her matches just so choreographed that it looks good? And my immediate thought was like, asshole, if everybody, everybody would want that. If if it was right. just about overly choreographing the matches, everybody would look great. <laughs> everybody doesn't look No, 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 no. Right. But also, that's also a part of it. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's an absolute, like, key deal. Yeah. To, to, to a wrestling match. Like, you can't go out there and be like, let's, let's go out there and wow these people on the dance floor and then, like, aren't, like, in sync and do things with cooperation. Like... No, that's the, the basis of the fucking business. <laughs> I mean, I get the sentiment, but no. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Also, um, I heard what yeah. you guys said. I didn't call it last week, but I heard what you guys said about the core grade and CM Punk situation. So my thing with that, yeah. with that do you think if it, it could be an example that Corey Graves misunderstood the, their relationship? Because it could be that they have more of a working relationship. I mean, I've had coworkers where we hung out all, hung out all the time when we worked together and stuff like that. I mean, I had one coworker, I would have helped babysit his kids if he needed me to. I mean, it was just that close, but, you no, know, after I left the project, after they left the project, we just, you know, stopped hanging out, stopped talking and stuff like that. And it wasn't a hard feeling. It's just like, you just move on. So I feel like Corey just had his feelings hurt. I mean, I have a best friend, nope. an actual best friend I haven't talked to in two years. I don't know why we haven't heard from him. Me and my other best friend, like, I asked her about it. She said she hasn't heard from him either. I mean, we know, he is, we know he's alive. We've seen him, like, online on Facebook and stuff like right. that on other people's posts on Instagram and stuff like that. But we reached out to him. He hasn't responded to anything. But we haven't, like, gone on Facebook or anything, like, blast him and, like, talked about it. We just like, okay, well, <laughs> you're alive. Hey. Like, you're, you're alive. I mean, you live your life. So, I mean, whatever it is, it's cool with me. I mean, I'm not going to, like, bitch and complain yeah. to cry. One of the, I, I, I was admittedly hard on him, and I, I this isn't me taking away what I said because I still absolutely feel that way, but I'll say this. One of the hardest things, Marcus, for me um, mm-hmm. in, in life to ever, like one of the hardest life lessons I learned was how to cope with people not fucking with you like you thought they did. It's very difficult. Right, yeah, I understand that. You think you're really close, and then I got people, like college roommates, who I thought I was thick as thieves with, who I haven't talked to in five years, unless I happen to run into them when they're in town. Like, yeah, that's hard to deal with. And if it was something like that, I I understand his reaction a bit more, because, yeah, like, I mean, there are people who, I mean, we've all dated people, you know what I mean? And like had mutual mm-hmm. friends. Like I've had right. I've dated somebody and had mutual friends and then we were friends before we started dating and then they stopped being friends with me after we stopped dating. And like, right. like what happened? Like it wasn't even like a bad breakup. So I mean it could be that misinterpreting a relationship is one of the chief reasons that people overreact to things. So it could definitely have been that. 
first. Plus, Corey just seems problematic the way he like handled the situation. So it's like I feel like CM Punk also be the type of person where he like he he only deals with a certain amount of bullshit, you know. So, uh-huh. so he probably has a very short like. I mean, because I'm a very um, introverted person myself, so I mean, it's a lot of stuff that I won't deal with like with other people. So I can sort of understand if Corey Graves is just like just a lot to deal with. I feel like sober people have very short views. And that might be like <laughs> an overreaction, an overarching opinion. But I feel like people who mm-hmm. don't like drink or smoke or, you know, just knock down everything that they see. I feel uh, like yeah. you can't mess with them too much because mm-hmm. they 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 just they deal with their they wind down different and sometimes they don't wind down. Um right. and one more thing I want I wanna say. Um, did y'all notice that coach finally snapped back at Corey Graves on Monday night? About uh, Twitter. And what was the, about the, what was the situation? Coach said, okay, coach said something. He made some point, and Corey Graves shot him about six questions, and coach said, Corey, I can only respond to one thing at a time. And Corey, Corey didn't say nothing. <laughs> it was so good. I don't know. I don't know if Coach Cook. I don't know if it was before or after he Coach Grace was like, "How do you still have a job?" Like you know, Coach also mentioned. Coach Coach also mentioned. He said something core about um, Twitter can get you in trouble. Also, uh, isn't that right, Corey? It was was something like that. So I think it was Mm. a mission of CM Punk. Like so. so. Okay. I mean, if you mentioned that on Raw or on Extreme Rules preview, but you mentioned that. Also. um, Cam, I mean, before you leave, uh, I know AJ is on the 2019 cover, and I was happy to see that it wasn't Roman Reigns, to be honest. So, but what do, what are the chances that they're saying Roman Reigns for the 2020 cover? Since you know the number 2020, I was, I guess, the number itself would be a big. No, we talked about this a few weeks ago, like mid, uh, midway. 2K makes that decision, and they're like, no. Our research oh, shows yeah, yeah, that's that right, that's right. you know, like fuck yeah. out of here. We're not oh, yeah, putting that guy on our cover. Like we're trying to make okay. money. It, yeah, you have to – it's a work rate thing at, at this point. Like, I mean, they had Rock, they had Stone Cold, they had Cena, but I think once you kind of get out of those names, yeah, you're not the worst thing over. Well, I mean, the primary covers, though. You know what I mean? Um, Has Daniel Bryan been on the cover yet or no? Uh, you said they have who? They have Rock was 17. <laughs> Rock was okay, okay. I think when you run out of those names, like 2K is absolutely a work rate company. You know what I mean? Like, right? They they put Paul George on a 2K cover. They're, they're about your skill set. Um, so I think that you know you had your Rollins, you had your now you have your AJ. Like going forward, look for a Balor. Um, look for. A Ronda, depending on how her year goes, um, but I do think it's going to be somebody of that vein. Where, when you think about the person who's not getting the WrestleMania match you think they deserve, that's who's going to be on the cover. <laughs> that's a good way to date. Um, I think Charlotte would make a 2K cover before Ronda. I think that. Well, Ronda would be the the, the special teacher. edition cover. She'd be yeah, the uh, uh, add-on a month later or whatever, six ninety nine. 
I have one more question. You can uh, yeah. drop me off after this. Okay. Uh, well, not a question, just more suggestion. Or at least I think it would be a good idea. I would like to see, like, doing Romans, like, anytime Romans, like, on, on the screen, on TV, in a ring, or whatever, and he's going to boot out the building. I would like to, like, have, have, like, a camera backstage position just on Vince's face to see Vince's reactions. Like, if he's, like, smiling, Bam. like, a nervous laugh, like, huh? Fam, Wade last night said there should, there should be a camera on Gorilla. Or, well, he, first he said one that follows Vince around 24-7. Then he said at least at Gorilla. And people would pay, like, an add-on to the network probably to, to get that feed. <laughs> like, hell yeah, I'd watch that. I'd probably pay more closer <laughs> attention to that. I guess you have to watch them simulcast, but I definitely right. want to see that. Yeah, I just want to see if he's, like, doing, like, a nervous laugh, like, when Roman's getting booed, like, <laughs> yeah, they're liking this. <laughs> you know, like, a nervous laugh, like, like ignoring the fact that they're booing. Probably like, insulting like, the crowd. Like, Idiots, they don't get it. They don't get them. <laughs> we'll show the next crowd. Okay, wait till next week. They'll get it. And it's probably just every every week. They'll get it next week. Oh, wait till next week. <laughs> wait till I show them what I got next week. I just want to see his reaction, like when everyone else is reacting to the product. I just want to see if he sees where everyone else is sees and are going. But well, even that's better, pretty much all I have. Like mm-hmm. a camera on him, but then the camera pans out, and the people who work immediately under him, you have to see their faces too, like shaking their heads. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> definitely in their phones, definitely with their backs turned, um, definitely reading WWE magazine. Um, trying to find a wrestler to chop it up with. Like, ooh, it's just, it's got to be excruciating. Because, I mean, we all have been or work at jobs where something doesn't go right for your supervisor or your boss, and you have to watch them react to it. It's never a pretty thing. Right. There's no way he has a straight face while that's going on, because that's his baby, that's his grandchild. Like, oh, yeah, that would be. But you're trying to kill that old man, put a camera on him, watching him <laughs> react to this thing. That boy starts sweating, choking on his steak wrap. Not gonna be cool. <laughs> Make a hidden cam. Put it. <laughs> That's all I had, guys. Uh, all right, Marcus, man. I appreciate the call. Take care, man. All right. Let's uh, head to the 312. Uh, 312, who's this? Where are you from? This is Sean from Chicago. What's happening? Here we go. Uh, nothing we go. much, man. Nothing much. Did you say here we go? Yeah, here we go. go. Oh, you know what? Actually, we here here we go because I got a bone to pick with you about the SmackDown Ooh. Women's Champion, man. <laughs> with you, Trav, because you hate okay. on Carmella. Cause you hate garbage. <laughs> okay, but okay. So in perspective, okay, John what? Cena. John Cena's great. As far as a lot of things go, he's never been great in ring. Bam, bam. Uh, and I'm not, sounding I'm not like gonna... you sounding like you sounding like the, the you sounding like I the bull know. that called in last night. Uh, Carmella's a she I compare her to a modern day Shawn Michaels. Come on, Shawn. No, Where I you ain't going gonna do this? that. I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. Hey, I, I listen to the show, man. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, bro. She ain't Shawn Michaels, but I think she had a a, a pretty decent match with Oscar, and. I don't want to uh, – who else Who else is a good enough heel on there that you can have doing that? We got Roman Reigns who gets credits for having, what, four-star matches, and he ain't said hey, a damn word. Who is talking about Carmella. 
We are. Sound like a Trump supporter. Let me talk about Hillary. Like, motherfucker, Hillary in the woods. He's going MAGA all day. (laughs) No, but, uh, no, man, look, Carmella is doing her thing. I don't think she's bad enough to where she should be, like, super ridiculed. I get it. Like, she ain't great. At the same time, where the fuck is Big Cass at? And where the fuck is Enzo if she's that bad? She should have definitely been out the door for them. And I get the women's division don't have a lot of depth, but whose fault is that? I mean, like, whose fault is it? Also, the the main Wait. thing, though, honestly, the main thing is they don't – when you go on TV, they don't let you wrestle the same way. Like, Alexa Bliss was not as good as she was when she was in NXT. And nobody is, really, because you got to wrestle different type of matches. They want you to do different shit, and I understand that. And I think that's – I think like that gets of, lost in the show. A lot shot. of excuses – to, to, to for why Carmella like I'm not saying Carmella shouldn't have a spot on the roster. She's fine. I like her personality. You know, I, I like her obnoxious Staten Island bullshit she does. But she should not be in a calendar year, let alone within three months, be, beating two of the top women in wrestling in North America right now. So how else do you build her it's up? Absurd. Everybody can't get the same bill. She's a joke. Everybody and can't it makes get the same it, bill it as a heel. The people around her in the division look like a joke when she beats them and beats them clean. The okay, fuck so is a match even going longer than two minutes for when she in there with, with Oscar? Like, all right, Charlotte is catch, so here, catch can, traditional wrestler. Like, come on, man. Oscar should literally like tear her in half. So here's my argument for that. Like it's like the Jinder Mahal thing. Like Jinder Mahal wasn't super great, yes, but he like was the uh, Jinder Mahal smart thing. How the fuck did that work healing. out? How how <laughs> credibility killing to the SmackDown roster was that? That's six months of bullshit. Come on, I don't think that bring that. I mean, I, I like up. the gender Thanks push. for making my point. I like the gender push. I like okay. the gender. Then, then I is, got nothing else. I like heels. I like heels garbage, push. and it and it hurt things. It hurt your favorite wrestlers. Why would you like something that actively hurt the your, the people that you like? Don't you like AJ? Well, I mean, he got to beat him. But you know, Shinsuke. You, you like seeing Shinsuke lose to Jinder Mahal two months in a row? At least he had some help. No, I didn't. This bitch fucking beating motherfuckers clean. But my my thing is, my thing is, I mean, I like heels built differently. I'm, I'm okay with it happening because it's not like she she kind of lightweight outsmarted them. Not 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 necessarily um, Charlotte, but she outsmarted Oscar. Whatever. Yeah, no, Oscar's a fucking I, dummy. I don't, I don't have to have the same. Whoever that was, just punch him in the face or ignore them. They're on yeah, the apron. I don't get it. I don't, they don't I don't come in the ring. Far, but that's dumb. Dumb. Booking, you know, how they have baby faces looking like idiots yeah. all the time. I, I, I Celebrating after a move only to get caught in the nut, another one. So. No, I feel you. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm i okay with it because at some point you have to have a transitional champion, and I think she's a good one because she can talk, you know? Uh, We're at the transition. It's like, been I, three I, months I, now. Like, I thought this, like I said on, to Wade yesterday, I, I thought this was the transition. Like, oh, they just wanted to get the belt off Charlotte and put it on Oscar for whatever reason. They could have just had Oscar beat her at WrestleMania. Yeah. But let's not talk about that. So they're going to do the, the, the Stan Stasiak thing or the, the, the Ivan Koloff or, or or whatever thing and have him, the heel, win the, win the title for two weeks, two months, 
whatever, so you can put it on the next baby face. Pedro don't have to beat Bruno. Yeah. Got it. Nope. Ain't no transition, bitch. She still got a, she's still a champion. It's what they transitioned into. She, she shouldn't be championed by like maybe SummerSlam. I'm pretty sure she'll be gone. I think I, I think the way she'll they have to book everything for these Summer. huge these huge pay per views is like that hurts them because you don't get the transitional champions you need. Like I think R Truth should have been a transitional champion, but I mean then again they'd have to give a black dude the belt. Uh speaking of I want to I want to say okay, something. Okay, okay. I, I, I I can't argue one because I'm going to make it seem like I'm arguing against another thing that I'm not. Our truth shouldn't have been nobody's champion <laughs> no time. So Yes, you should have. This is hilarious. Okay. I'm just enjoying yeah, this. Okay. No, but, but for real, on, 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 on right. real talk, though, like, okay, like with Big E, like Cam was saying, with Big, uh, Big E and the New Day, uh, them out, out of them being pushed and stuff, I do have something to say about The Rock because I hear it comes up a lot. And people say, oh, well, what about The Rock being champion? All they ever say is he's Samoan. That's a slap in the face to me. Like, they bring his father up doing, like, Black History Month and stuff, but all I ever hear and all they ever represent and all he really goes with is the fact that he's Samoan. So I don't see him as a black champion. Because that's what I don't care how you get for it. How do you sell being half black? How do you have, no, I, I mean, Samoans are like, Some the, people the, argue the that lineage. he was. He's good. I mean, I don't, I don't look. If I'm marketing, if I'm the Rock and I'm marketing myself, I'm, I'm, damn right, I'm going to play up that decades, generations, history, bloodline, blah blah blah. Plus, obviously, my dad's, uh, you know, second generation on his side too. That just adds to it. But this idea, the only the insulting part is, yeah, the idea that somebody with a dad named Soul Man Rocky Johnson, you know, black skin and an afro. Somehow his son ain't black, and it ain't like he married some Swedish lady and and you know Drake came out like no, he married a brown <laughs> oh, wide nosed Samoan woman, <laughs> you know like so yeah so I don't I don't understand people when they try to make make that argument it's it's it's, it's silly and it's inaccurate. But but so uh, so Ken, when Ken was talking, well who who do you think? I, I think Big E should be uh he should probably be the first uh black WWE champion. That's that's who I see being champ. Uh who do you see uh out of New Day? I'm I'm guessing it's out of New Day. I think it's you know, like right. the Velveteen Dream is like way far down the line. Yeah, so, years you, off. Right, right. Who do you think's gonna uh, be uh first? You think it's Big E or maybe Xavier Woods or Kofi? Oh, you just gonna disrespect Bobby Lashley like that? Like he ain't gonna be a universal fuck champion by the Yep, fuck him. Yep. He's trash. <laughs> He said Roman Reigns was fighting Roman Reigns. He don't even know who the fuck he was talking about on Raw. <laughs> he messed his lines Wait. up on Raw. He said Roman Reigns oh, can't okay. beat Roman Reigns. Well, that's what he's about to oh, say. Well, yeah, he's trash. Yeah. Why'd ever accuse he's Bobby Lashley of being a decent promo? Now I want him to win just so I can, you know. I'm always on Twitter. Up. You can get at me on the Twitterverse. <laughs> he's not going to win, though, and he's going to lose. After he spears Roman, Roman's going to get right up, and then he's going to spear, and then that's going to be it. That's the horrible part about it. You already <laughs> they know how that match is going to go. They both going to go for a spear and clunk heads, and it's going to be a double <laughs> I wouldn't say I, both I, I, wouldn't say, I hope the they get concussed, but I don't wish that on them. I wouldn't be mad at that. But yeah, so you think no. Big E is first? Or like, who I do you guess. think will be I don't know. I don't champ, like black champ. I mean, 
I guess out of those three, he's 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 the pick. He's the one for sure. I, I mean, as much as I'd love that the story would be tremendous if told right, Kofi Kingston, that's just uh, he's just there as the workhorse. And, and I'm not not even saying that like in uh like he should be more like I think he's uh, he is who he is. So well, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got for y'all, man. I want y'all to get back to it. Hey Cam, I see you. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> hey, I, I'll, I'll be talking to you soon, man. I, I'm working on stuff. I'll be talking to you. Look out for me, though. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, y'all take it easy. Okay, Same to you, man. That's uh, Sean from Chicago. I can't wait till Sean's show jumps off. Like, I'm, I'm actually legit excited about it because that boy's going to be talking crazy. I'm going to sit back and listen. He's oh my Might God. Not Sean coming out with a show, with a podcast. Yes. I'm Problematic hour. Yeah, my like, terrible just, opinion like, with Sean. Sean ever with Sean Cove. Yeah. I want to co-host like one week, and I'm going to just agree with everything he says, no matter how crazy it is, and see how he deals with that. Like, hey, I think Alex, Alex talking about of, what would he say? Jinder Mahal over face Nakamura. Like, yeah, no, I acknowledge heel Nakamura is just miles of past. But still, shut up, yeah. Alex. No, yeah, I need – like, I'm, I think anybody, Sean any. feeds off of controversy. And so if you got on, like, Sean's show and you disagree with everything Sean said, I think he might actually start to uh, vibrate with himself and shoot off into space. Like, <laughs> I'm actually going to break his programming, and he's going to have to go home, wherever that is. Probably in Chicago. All right, let's uh, skip Mike on here. Uh, Mike, what's happening? What up? Fellas, 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 what's going on? Just listen to Mike, this, what's the deal? Interesting show, Cam, Trav, what's going on? Let's set that thing up, Cam. Hey, man, you know. Let's start on you know what's going on, man. Right. I would definitely do that. How y'all guys, first, before we jump in our bag, how, how y'all guys feeling about that Nasir album and the, and the Carter's album? I, I was going to ask you, man. So I'm, I'm still, like, I'm still on my on my Kanye boycott. I only got, like, I could not listen to the Pusha T album. Like, I had to. And I really, really like it. I'm, you know, Mike, I'm 32. So a kid named Cuddy came out 08, right after I finished college. So that's like, that and Man on the Moon are two of the most important, like, tapes, albums to me as, like, that young adult who graduated college into a recession and didn't know where he was going next. Like, those are super important to me. So it killed right. me not to listen to a Kid Cudi album. <laughs> but like, nah. I, um, and I that shit is to dope. Cudi's dope. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Like I Cudi's album's to, dope. Pushes out like they they knocking them out the fucking park left and right. What do you, so what do you think about the Nas though? Fire, seven Where tracks of doom. Fire, mm. and Kanye produced every track. Classic he that them, back. that rhyming that shit bring you back to a certain time and them Carters. Oh my God! Like if this girl ain't ready to put her own rap album out, I think she. I think she. Studied and mastered his technique. Yeah, she's a superstar. Right in your arms. What can you say? Like Beyonce's a superstar. Like like in every she, aspect. Like she's 
She's the one, man. She is the one. Hey, and and Jay Z is what forty eight now, and he's like, yep. he just continues to find ways to reinvent himself. It's, it's, it's just what I was telling my girl the other day. I said, you, I, I said, babe, you don't understand music. You shitless if you don't think this guy has innovated. And I said, see, like you know, cause she's skewed younger than me. Like you know, she's twenty nine. You know, I'm mm-hmm. thirty seven. So I said to her, I said, you probably don't know Jay-Z past Blueprint 1 or maybe, you know what I mean, the blackout. Mm-hmm. That was probably your peak with him. I remember, you know what I mean, listening to Stretch and Barbito, you know, in the wee hours of the morning to hear a big L come on in, but I, you can let your man rock. You know what I'm saying? So I was there from the start. And, I, you know what I mean, I told her, I've seen the transition from a guy just, you know what I mean? Like he said himself, was a triple, you know what I mean? Was a triple platinum autumn artist versus one single going gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the transition to this giant. So, like, I said, you can't say that. And this guy just became the, the, the president of basketball operations for Puma. Like, come on, man. Come on. Like, even if you hate him, you got to get his brother, you got to get his brother his dude. Like, come on. He opened the door for these guys, like, because she's a big Migos fan. Now, I love the Migos. I told her the Migos is Teflon tough. But you name me something that they innovate. Like, that whole sound of... Huh? They hold everything is because of them. I mean, I'm not I, I'm not really comparing Migos to Daisy. I, I, I can't, exactly. but uh, I ain't heard none of them albums y'all was just talking about. But I did hear... Everything Migos has made the last five years, you know, and got right, along. That's so, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you can't I mean, even compare the two. Like, that's what I was telling her. Like, you comparing some, you know, guys that have been hot for about four and a half, five years to a motherfucker that's been hot for over 20 years and still hot. I said, like, this, this was the analogy I gave. You put a Migos album out the same day you put a Jay-Z album out and you see what's going to be number one. Eh, At 48 years old. I don't know if, uh, if I want to make that, I mean, I wouldn't be so sure. You might be right, but I don't know if I read, like, with the, you know, I know which one I'm, I'm getting. I'm sure of it. I mean, I'm fucking with the Migos, of course. You want to fuck with the Migos, but like I said, don't get me twisted. I love them. Them boys is hard. Them boys is fresh as that. But I told her, you, gonna, you know what I mean? If you want champion them, you gotta give future. 19? You gotta give futures props. Like you gotta give all these other. You know what I mean? That built that trap shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Ti just did an interview on the Breakfast Club, and he was, you know, and he just yeah, specifically broke down. I, 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 I coined the phrase stuff, trap music. It's, it's just it, yeah, he came up with the with the terminology, but it's just different at this point. Like it has yeah, it is. evolved. Like totally I different. Call it, the trap sound. I in call it Molly music. To the I call sound. it Molly music. And in, you know, in 07, it's in 14 and 18. It's just, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, 14 and 18 a little closer. but Like they fresh to death. Like I said, I told her they hot now. But let's see, they, you know, I want to see them progressively grow and see them, you know what I mean, 10 years from now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Like yeah. the sound, like they the leader of the sound right now. Of everything that's going on, they're the leaders of the new school. No pun. You know what I'm saying? They got this shit on Smash. Like I fucks with them, swag and all that. Because 
you gotta like in what they doing. You know, you know most southern, you know most of the South boys, which a lot of my cousins in them from, they grew up on a retro. You know, it's the twine rap music with the wrestling. Why you think, you know, so forth the Rick Flair drip. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but I it's, said you can't. It's with me. And, and and Cam, he dropped off, so he's not, but he knows. It's just with me, personally, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm not even going to, like, I'll see, oh, the Nas, new, Nas got a new album, oh, that's cool, but I'm not going to go, because that sound, I'm, that's just not the sound. Like, I only listen to hip-hop now, again, like, I really gave up the genre, and, you know, I would come in and out here and there, but as far as following it and, and, and getting shit, it was, 15 years from 2000 to 2015 where I just was like, no, I don't really, you know, hip hop's just not a thing. That's, that's just a genre. I don't, I don't, you know, get down with like, like I did, you know, uh, as, as a kid until I was about 20. Right. And now the right. only reason I listen to it is because of that trap sound. And if that, when that trap sound goes away and isn't making new stuff, I won't listen to new hip hop. I'll, yeah, mm-hmm. most likely. I mean, it's all to me. It's all sounding just, the same. Like everybody trying to chase Migos and be them. No, you know what I mean, I mean if, if, if that's the case, that's a sound that I like, and I'm getting super served right now. So all kind, yeah. I mean, like from like Suicide Boys and Slug Christ and 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 the Flatbush Zombies, that kind of dark, you know. Uh, kind of demonic if you want to go there trap sound or your lush you know uh, uh you know mansion jacuzzi trap shit from like migos and fucking gucci Mane and, and everything in between i mean it's that's the sound yeah. that's what i'm looking for that's the wave i'm on and that's what i'm 2015 and absolutely you know, Trap. i'm 100 I'm percent behind you that to me i call it that penthouse flow and to me the Migos just exuding what Jay is doing, but they're doing it in their own, you know what I mean, in their own way. You understand what I'm saying? Like, who you think was there? Because he certainly ain't on that, that vibe no more. Right, absolutely not. Like, who you think was their blueprint? Like, this is what I was trying to explain to her. Like, you got to understand, the archetype for every rap album of this genre is what he's done and what that life after death's Double this was because it had everything like you know what I mean and not just being biased like when Big Big hit every point on that album made you laugh made you cry made you party made you want to go get your dick sucked you know what I mean it, it, he he hit every level you know what I'm saying and the archetype for those type of albums up to now I think that's what it has been so like that's quick, all I was saying huh. Quick, uh, quick side story about the Life After Death album, real quick. Uh, I'm listening to it in my living room. Yeah, I'm 17, living in my folks. You know, it's a brand new album. And Puff hit the line, um, what a player do, turn a, turn a, turn a freak to a bisexual. Turn a freak to a bisexual. And the chief flexible yeah. hit the nigga next to you. And my pop's like, my, my player fucking, yo. Like the seventies and my my pop like fam like he almost seventy now and it's still like like so like this guy saying this stuff like oh that's what they doing she it ain't enough that she a freak you got to turn him into a bisexual like motherfucker if you could have turned bitches by and had them kissing on bitches back in your day like shut up 
Right. Like, yo, shut your ass up. You get the appeal. Stop fronting. And what made it more incredible that this fat black 300 pound. You above them lyrics. Yeah, that's that's what y'all got to do now. Like, okay, old guy. Yeah, and that's what made it incredible because you had this kid and you had this big 300 pound, dead eye, black, ugly guy telling you he's black and ugly but at the same time telling you he's the flyest fucking human being on earth. You know what I'm saying? How could you not love him? But like I said, I love the Migos and I love that. But I told her, like, baby, I ain't going to hold you. You're doing too much dick licking right now. You're doing, you're doing way too much. You're doing way too much heat. Take, take the ice cream cone out your mouth. Like, for real. You, you, you got to stop because they, you know what I mean? I said, they, they hitting it. But they ain't the only ones making hot music from this, from this trap shit. Like, you got a lot of people everywhere doing this shit. Not only Atlanta, oh, yeah, yeah, you Motherfuckers is killing it coast to coast. Like, motherfuckers is killing it out there. I love this shit. Like, I love all this shit. shit. I love ASAP Mob, dude, trap. Like, that got ASAP that mob, trap right. down. Exactly. Plus the other kid, plus the other kid that signed a bleak uh, label through Rock Nation. Um, the kid Manolo Rose, like he just redid the um the OJ's joint. This kid is yo. This kid is um. This kid is dangerous. Um, trash. And he's the original writer of. Remember the Troy I joint a couple years ago? All about the money. It's all about the money, all about the motherfucking money. When Troy Ave was, was burning up, go to YouTube and he got a he, he got the original version called it's called Dope Man. That was his record, but you know that producer shit that if he New York producer shit, niggas resell beats and reuse beats. A lot of people don't understand that was really what the real problem stemmed from with Jay Z and Yo, man, that's how mixtapes used to be. Yo, these mixtapes now be full-fledged albums. That's what it is. Like, a mixtape was a cut, a freestyle from everybody all across the fucking country. Or bars, or written bars. I don't think it had to be freestyle, but it was just other beats. And, you know, nobody was making money off of it. And it was pretty, it was just like to get your name out there, get on a DJ Clue tape, you know. All, all uh, you motherfuckers uh, was making uh, money uh, off of mixtapes in those days was the DJ and those dark Nigerian brothers that was on the corners with those sheets and those fold-out tables. Those was the only ones that was making money off of mixtapes back in those days until that shit got shut down as a legal genre. Um, but yeah, you know we have like just everybody like I'm I'm, I'm like music like I was really pretty down and shitty on music for a while, you know what I'm saying? But right now, we got some incredible shit out, you know what I mean? You think it feeds into, so. Yeah, so you get it's just, you know. I just, I get sick of hearing, you know, and, and, and you know, sick of hearing from the, the 35 to 45 crowd, you know, oh, mumble rap this, mumble rap that, like, fan, that shit not for you, just like, or this idea that there was no, like we go, you go in those threads on Facebook, and it's like, you know, yeah, that's right, girl. And this is this stuff in the eight, the nineties, and the two thousands. This stuff is all, you know, all they do is it's all pop, pop pills, this, that, and the other. Right, right. Because back in the day, they they were they were totally drug free and fucking murder free and and, uh, and and gratuitous violence free. Like what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You guys sound like your parents. Y'all sound like these delusional way. fucking parents. Who forget right. that they were fucking 16 live. and 19 before. 
Let these niggas live. It's their time to be on goal. Let them kids live. Let them make their money. Let them do them. Like, if you look around, this is what this generation is. Pill popping, syrup. You know, this is what it is. This is what it is. And the next generation after that is. Exactly. 60% of people are on some kind of pill. Like it's exactly so your, 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 the fact that art is imitating life surprises yeah. you, you dumb old washed yeah. fuck. You like don't get me fucked up, ass right? God don't damn, get me I fucked up, I, I mean, old ass, thirty-eight year old. Right, I hate that shit too. And I, and we pro- right, they making us look stupid. Don't get me fucked up. I ain't chasing the high and, and chasing. And, and, and trying to be with these young boys off, but you know and I admire them what they do. Fingertips, there are no. That's why I don't listen to the radio station. You don't have to. You can personalize every goddamn music platform that you have on your phone or tablet, right. whether it's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, whatever. Make your playlist. You don't have to hear no little Yachty. You don't have to hear no little Zan. None of them. Right. You can just listen to your fucking Biggie. And listen to you. I mean, whatever. That's great. I'm not shitting on big and none of the dudes that we came up with. But <laughs> it is, we, you would think everything is set up where we we should really be complaint free. Yeah, right? I mean, that's like, Tom is right. We have to deal with nobody else's shit to the point where it's detrimental. Like, we can w- listen to the websites we want. We can watch the news stations we want and never get a dissenting opinion. We can listen, and we can do that with our music and our entertainment. You don't like, you don't like sitcoms today. Oh, Big Bang Theory and all these issues is corny. And I like, I like, you know, well, watch Golden Girls or fucking Two Two Seven or some shit because it's at fucking, your fingertips. Fucking who's the boss or some dumb shit right. like that? Like, like silver spoons, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, who the fuck said Big Bang Theory? Angelo, remember that? That shit out of here, man. Like, that's just motherfuckers. That's just motherfuckers setting their ways and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just Got don't want to, that's yeah. like, that's exactly. but, I but, equate but that just, shit. Just, I, you would think, and I don't know if it's just because it's our, it's our, it's our, you know, our generation and it's happening to us now and we're just, you know, you see each, not friend, but you see peers, age peers. Uh, uh, getting washed and washed by the day, like they're just dropping like flies. Like, damn! Right. You, oh, Danny exactly. Cooper! I got into a thing with Danny Cooper about this, and 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 like, damn! I know you got like four kids, Danny, and live in the suburbs, but you don't gotta, you don't have to be like, oh, get off my lawn. You know, you're only like 35. Yeah. Like, don't you remember what it was like to be 18? Like, stop it! Yeah. <laughs> like, we have no excuse. All the memories from right. our social media show up on this date and. 2001. I mean, a lot of them don't go back that far, but still, you know. So, Trav, perfect yeah. example of this shit and not to cut you off, but just like talking real <laughs> shit and being around real shit. Like, it's this little group, you know, they've been in the news for, you know, doing the, the little credit card scamming and all that shit, but a lot of them rap now. They call it the pop out okay. boys, and they, you know, they started making a little bit of noise up there. And the youngsters came up to me and they was like, yo, they called me big homie, big bro. Like, they like, yo, listen, we do our thing, but y'all set the tone for us. Like, don't think we wasn't paying attention. You know, we wasn't watching. Like, y'all was the blueprint for us. You know what I'm saying? When y'all was our age, y'all riding around, and, and you know what I mean? 
fleet of cars, six, seven of y'all, you know what I mean? Like, y'all doing y'all thing when y'all was heavy out here on these streets. It come a time when you must ascend, when you must transition. And that's, that's you know, where I'm at with it. Like, it's these young boys' time. Let them have at it. It's this generation's time for this music. Let them make the music that they make it. Yeah, it was a different time. It was a different era. It was harder because, you know, it was it was according to the sound scheme. Like, let these motherfuckers eat. If I could get a motherfucker to, to you know, to download my music 100,000 times in a day or a million, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, like, listen, man. Let these dudes eat and do their thing. I, to me, I, all my analogy, I equate the shit to the Asian wrestler that don't want to be, you know what I mean, the, 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 the fucking Rip Rogers of the world. That's you know, going out there fucking bashing Ricochet and, and Willow Spray. Listen, man. Like, you got to understand, man. Like, that's fucking genre and, and all that shit. From, that was cool. And I understand yeah. that it comes from a, you know, a good place. And there right. might even be some some merit to it. But right. being the, being the, it was so much better back in my day, guys. It's, it's not going to get nobody to listen to you. That's right. why I exactly. like that's why I, 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 like, as much as bombastic as he is and set in his ways, why I fucks with Cornette. Like, if it's good, like, he, like he, he's not, like, anti, like, flipping and shit like that, no matter how much the Young Bucks and those guys want to wanna make it seem. He's, like, anti, like, fucking dumb fucking, uh... Fucking blow-up dogs uh, and, and fucking wrestling dogs and kids. That's what, that's what... Well, not even that. I, I'm, I'm more... More on the realism, like like the kicking out. I mean, like the like the doing eight finishers in a move or seventeen super kicks and that kind of shit. The excessive stuff that you're just not maximizing. Uh, you're just right. you're yeah. It's, like I I get that, and he and he's right. Yeah. He's like, like sorry, but well, eight fucking thing, super well, my... in a match is stupid. Eight super yeah. Superman punches in a match is fucking stupid. Like it's, it's fucking not just, ridiculous. That's what I was Harley. saying. And I got that, you that big like, move kick out, big move kick out. That's 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 every yeah, fucking big move kick out, big move kick out. That's every that's every main event. That's every yeah. main event. Look, I was just so, um, just watching uh, uh, two hundred five live, and Mustafa Ali hit hit the uh, hit his finisher on both guys. They were stacked on top of each other, and he did a four fifty inverted four fifty, and it was something else. I don't even know if it was that move. It was something like super high impact, high, high, uh, uh, high risk, and it was just like, oh, just Buddy Murphy. Oh, Buddy Murphy just kicked out, huh? Oh no 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 no! He hit he hit a tornado DDT off the top rope. Buddy Murphy. I mean, he sold it like man, damn. Just uh, an exclamation point at himself. And then he got up and hit him with another, like, ridiculous standing or jumping DDT. And, again, he sold it like an exclamation point. And he just kicks out at two. I was just like, yeah. this is what Jake the Snake is talking about. Like, damn, why yeah. I mean, my, exactly. my move ain't got to be a finisher no more. But, damn, do it got to be, like, such a transitional, like, two of them, stiff ones don't even, fuck. Exactly. It's there so. on the wrestling on to the rest, you know. Like, that was one of my childhood heroes that we lost today. Like, I used to stand in the mirror, and I'm going to let the world know this. Fuck it, call me what you want. I used to stand in the mirror and cut Vader promos. Mm. 
That was my thing. <laughs> that was my knack. Like, I mean, what can you say? To me, aside from Terry Gordy, Bam Bam Bigelow and Bruiser Brody, he was the best fucking super heavyweight you ever saw. You never saw, a, until I see him, you never saw a big man do a moonsault or move like how he moved or beat the shit out of you how he beat the shit out of you. My father's memory of seeing him was that one WCW Saturday night where he beat the living shit out of Mick Foley on TV. I'm talking about he was potatoing him to death to the point where if that was me, I would have screamed in the audience, you could get the fucking gun. He broke his he, he broke his guy's nose on fucking TV, and he did it intentionally. Like, I said, I, and, I, and I always say in my mind, Damn, 1992 Vader versus 2018 Brock would have been so vicious and fucking brutal. Um, do you want 2018 Brock, or would you rather have, like, 2012 Brock? 2012 Brock. Yeah, 2012 yeah. Brock. Right? <laughs> Suplex of John Cena all over the fucking ring, Brock. That's the Brock I want. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, that, that would have been that would have been so fucking scary because you got two guys that's like similar as far as like they believe I'm not giving you shit. You want it, you won't have to take it. And then another memory was when he beat Flair damn near to death. And Flair won with a with, with some type of cheap fucking cradle or some type of shit like that. Like he gave him no offense in that match. She just beat on him and beat on him and beat on him till about maybe ten you know what I mean? To the last two minutes of the match. And that's when Flair came back and won and all that shit. But I remember that guy, like, he took a, like, that dude and then his Japanese shit. I, like, one of the most gruesome things I saw was uh, was when uh, Stan Hansen pulled his fucking eye out the socket and he put it back in. It still kept going. I believe it's up on YouTube. Like, this guy, a lot of people, he don't get credit for To me, the downfall of him was when he came to WWE. They, they treated him like shit. And it wasn't even his fault. It was due to the fact Sean didn't want to give the fucking title up to him. Sean felt he didn't, he didn't have to do a job to him. For him. But overall, you know, he would thoroughly be missed. And it wouldn't shock me to see them throw him in the hall this year. Like, that wouldn't be surprising. And I must, you know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck these other guys have been smoking, Trav, or I think, I think they hit a little bit too much K2 if they don't, if they don't think fucking uh, Carmella is the shit. Like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. There's no fucking way she should be fucking even standing in near breathing their oxygen. Right. There's no fucking way. Like, character-wise, yeah, she's fucking fantastic. Like, to me, she would make a great valet. But in ring, nah. I ain't Again, buying it. She would have been great in like twenty in like oh eight, twenty ten. You know, if Kelly Kelly was her competition. Right. Like her she, greatest physical threat, she's then sure. That genre, yeah, she's that genre girl to me. Her and the lines of the world. I mean, she's just she's about the just, same size as all them and you know, yeah. her versus Tori Wilson or something wouldn't be too you know, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, you fit in with that group, but when you got all these other elite and and like these like really good to elite you know women's wrestlers surrounding you, 
you're, you you look even more trash than you right. probably are. I mean, I'm probably being harder on her because the talent around her is just so so special, and she looks so out of place. And hey, you've been in that fucking developmental system. How many other years she was in? And hey, you got fucking Ronda second match in, and she showed me more. Right. I'm not even. Match. I mean, that's just that's assigning blame. You know, it's like, nah, she, she's as good as she's going to be. It's not her fault that she's, I mean, maybe, but in, in, a, in most, you know, senses, it's not her fault she's not as good an athlete and have the background Ronda Rousey or, or a lot of these women. Right. It's WWE's fault for fucking pushing her well, well, well past her her capabilities. That's why I said it. Who's dick is she sucking behind that curtain? Which one of those right is she giving a hand job to? <laughs> like really, Chad. Like really. Like uh, fucking really, Chad. And um I mean I'm 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 y'all talked about it, y'all drummed it up. I'm waiting to see what they like I I am digging the whole Shinsuke Jeff thing. I think that works out. Yeah. I love the the transition from uh seamless transition for, for, for AJ and Shinsuke after feuding for you know, for so long, four months, six matches, whatever it was. Um, yeah. So, so it's a. I, I, it was a smooth transition, and Jeff Hardy seems like a really good person for for Shinsuke to play off of. And his interview Absolutely. with Renee Young last night was so quote unquote, good. Yeah, quote unquote, the rock. What was it? It was it was off the meter. Quote unquote, the rock star versus you know. Rockstar, because that's what they always like in Jeff St- uh, Hardy as far as his status. Like, he's a rock star. So I, I think that's a that's a damn great fit. Now, what I don't agree on is how they doing my boys, the good brothers. They look like some fucking Saturday afternoon superstar jobbers. Why are they doing that to the good brothers? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I mean, I was really over the Bludgeon Brothers after I saw their, saw their first vignette. Like, oh God, really? This is where it's too comical. I don't see it in them. I'm sorry, I don't see it in them. It's comical. I'm talking I don't about why, the fuck why they're willing. Why are they willing to push that a duo and give them all that build and, and give them the TV time they do more than just Luke Harper as a singles guy? Right. Like give Luke Harper this same push, well, obviously with a different, different gimmick, and I would have dumb sledgehammer and stupid mallet, whatever. Yeah. Like, sorry, Eric Rowan, but lo- yeah, he never, he never did it for me. Like even when Braun came in and took his place in the fucking Wyatt family, like from there, I saw more in Braun than I saw with this guy. Like he never did it for me. Like he never did it for me at all. Like it's, I don't know, he never did it for me. And it's like I don't understand. It's like y'all just y'all just shitting on Gallows and Anderson, like fucking four years ago. After, giving, guys, them the, after giving them like a, a solid build, you know, giving them some right. wins, and you know, four, obviously Carl Anderson proud of the work he's put in in the gym. You know, yeah, he yeah he looks incredible. He looks incredible, and he I mean, they were four like I said four or five years ago. They were probably the top one, two, three team in the fucking world. 
And they, I mean, I don't understand it. Put the fucking group back together and have them like a, you know, a DX stable where they, you know, you got AJ as world champion, have those guys as tag champions, and have Sanity chasing. Like, I got more confidence in Sanity than the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't understand it. And what's your thoughts sure, on I'm not, uh, I'm not sure why they didn't go to Raw in the first place. Right. I would. I would have killed. I would have loved to have seen Sanity versus. No, 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 no. I mean the world. Bludgeon Brothers. If you're going to bring Sanity over to over to up to SmackDown, there's redundancy with those two gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, you know, Raw's tag division is, is trash. So yeah, and the Bludgeon yeah. Brothers there to dominate there, like. I can see the Bludgeons and a few with um, the leaders of the world and them doing the ultimate deletion of the world or some dumb shit like that. That being the next, you know, Hardy Tom Pound uh, movie. So what's your thoughts oh, on this? Yeah. yeah. So what's your thoughts on this NXT UK thing? It's, it's there, yeah. NXT what? Now the, um, it's called NXT UK. Yeah, I don't know what to think. I don't have a ton of information. Um, like I haven't. Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fuck you up because I want to. I, I I I want us all, you know, to see it in real time and then you know have something to come on. Yeah, I saw some sport. I did avoid them, yeah. or did I see them? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not. But, we won't talk um, about them here. Um, yeah. But overall, from what I'm hearing, it's two fucking incredible nights of just. Like just I don't understand what's the NXT is, is that, I mean I assume it's just Like a branding opportunity But why NXT UK Or UK NXT I, or whatever they're calling it I don't know I know they Pete so, Dunn is, I mean I guess is, that makes know, the most sense It's fine I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just looking for something nitpick. This title is uh, a championship They said they're going to have a women's title And they're going to add a tag title Exclusively over there, and and that's fine. Just, yeah, I mean they just signed up. The, they signed up a bunch of UK talent, Tony Storm included, from what I'm understanding. So they set and ready to go. So like we shall see what's going on with that. Um, as far as like the fallout from that whole Dominion shit, you know, you seen the the new days and you know the new day and the elite, you know, video game challenge. That was kind of cool to see, and kind of cool to see, um, you know, New Day on being the elite. Mm-hmm. That was kind of dope. I mean, Bobby Lashley yeah, and Roman. Yeah, the fact that they're allowed to, you know, film that and yeah, be I mean, because they're bigger stars and they and they pull so much fucking money for that company. I don't see why it should be a problem. Yeah, I don't see how it could be a problem. They make and a lot you of can, money for that It's company. obvious they're cultivating, trying to cultivate relationships with, with Omega and apparently the Bucks too, so you yeah, know, it makes to get sense. Them yeah, to get them in. Mm-hmm. To get them in. You know, they they Vincent are putting out all kind of feelings to get those guys in. They want those guys that, those four. The Bucks, Cody and Omega. And they willing to pay and hire five dollars just to hire more way, just so there won't be an all in part two. That's to me that's the gist of it. It's like these little motherfuckers, they, they, they're getting a little bit too much power. They're getting a little bit too much know-how. Let's shut this shit down. Because from now, what I'm hearing, they, Don Callis is going to be the broadcaster. He's going to be one of the broadcasters. 
and I'm, and, you know, per Dave Nelson and Observer, there's going to be a lot of TV, you know, TV big there. There's going to be TV heads there. So, you know, if, this, if, if, if they can kick ass and they could put on, you know, an out-of-this-world event, they might be, you know. And also, it's rambling. It's Ray Mysterio, he's, um, he's working on a three-year deal with uh, WWE. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, Raw next week in San Diego on 619 day or whatever it is. Yeah, and he's also the fucking, uh, he's one of the percentage, he's one of the owners of that Aero Lucha shit. Okay. Like, they gave him a stake in that company, so, you know. Uh, so, real quick before I, before I let you go, um, have you read, um, um, are you up on the Iron Man Title. Uh no. Um how many how many issues beat so far, Jack? Uh well, they're starting well, it's the end of the Bendis run and oh, okay. and it all came it was the surgery because he was missing. He was in that coma for you know, he was in the coma since twenty sixteen and then he went yeah. missing at the end of last year or earlier this year. And um so it's been a whole the search for Tony Tony Stark, um, but um, yeah. So Dan Slot is taking over, and he's got a number one that came out today. So I was going to ask if you if you were up on it, like how. It, I, I'm just not sure if I want to follow. The, like the only reason I read Iron Man is because of Riri Williams. So if she's going to be featured in the new Iron Man, I go, oh, okay, sure. If they got Ironheart in there, like but, the new Iron Man is a girl, yeah. So, um, well, well, she's Ironheart because Iron Man's back. He never was really gone. Uh, she just took up the mantle for a little while. And now she's got her own gimmick. She's Ironheart. I mean, similar gimmick, obviously, but you know. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna snatch that up tomorrow. So she go, I don't know if she's gonna get her own title or still just be Tony's sidekick for the next few years, which wouldn't be wouldn't be terrible. You know, I ain't mad at that if she's just a part of his his book. You know, I'm gonna smash that shit up when I go to uh, Midtown Comics tomorrow. Well, they, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, the the, the the Iron Man one started, but um, it was a whole build up to it. So I don't know how in context it would be. But I need somebody to tell me. Maybe yeah. I'll talk to Rich. But and when was uh when was up? And last thing, when does uh when does the Cage season two start? When does what start? Uh, Luke Cage, season two. Oh, uh, fr- tomorrow, Friday? Oh, shit. I think that drops. Man, I'm so far. I can't even get excited. Still in the middle of Punisher. I'm behind. I ain't see Jessica Jones. I ain't see... You ain't see none of that shit yet? No, man. I don't like to jump or go out of order. And I'm still in the middle, like on episode five of Punisher, six of the Punisher. Well, you got enough... Shit you got- you got enough juice to hold you down till about September. You ain't, what happens you know, in September? Or are you just? Saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the string of everything you know to watch. Yeah, if I started now, know. but who's to say I'm a? Or if I, st- you know, yeah, I, I need to stop bullshit. I'm playing fucking Madden, bullshit, fucking around video games <laughs> and shit. So. Yeah, and if you have it, if you have it, check out that um what's the name too? Cause I slept on it, but it was cool. I watched the first two episodes and that was that. But I ended up getting fucking 
YouTube app to see, you know, how it plays out. The Cobra Kai shit is pretty cool. Wait, what is it? Cobra Kai. The Cobra Kai joint. That's, that's oh, cool. yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard good things. And, and the clip yeah, cool I saw, the extended trailer I saw was, looked really interesting. But I don't it like is, the idea uh, that Danny fucking, uh, or that Danielson is, a ba- is the bad guy in the fucking Cobra Kai. Oh, I knew it, Cobra Kai was the bad guy, the good guys the whole time. Like, no, fuck, they weren't. You know, I don't know how you watch Karate Kid, and you che- the original, and you think, Daniel was the scumbag. Like, what? What world you know, he lived in that Cobra Kai that, that guy? That YouTube, that YouTube video about him being the real antagonist of... Um, no, I know. But unlike the Zach Morris's trash videos, there's no basis. They they go out of their way to, like, obfuscate Fuck and forget, like, points of the movie. Like... Oh, he, he ruined their Halloween. Like, damn, they fucking, uh, yeah. he fucking, uh, you know, tormented Daniel. He got a little right. juvenile revenge. You're saying, that's, you're saying that's the equivalent of, you know, like, shut up. But, yeah, right. that, that did definitely, I'm sure, sway some opinions. Yeah, it's a gang of them all. All right, all right, Trav, let me let you go. You know, other guys on, on the jack. Always a pleasure. And I will talk to you next talk week, bro. Appreciate all right. it. All right. That's, uh... Yo, Rich, you there? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, uh... Can you hear me? Yeah, Cam did. Yeah, you're good. Cam had to go. So, yeah, so Rich stepping in, filling in a little bit. Let's uh, head to D.C. and talk to, I believe, I believe Willis. Uh, Willis, what's happening? Uh, or whoever, 202. Maybe it's not Willis. It is. Oh, well, then say something, Oh, Swerve. What's going on? It was me the whole time. No, I'm sorry. It was me the whole time. See, why you got to be using that voice? Well, that's my fucking voice aiming at me. Hey, it's original. Yep. So, man, all I got to say is this was backlash. I mean, damn, Money in a Bank, that joint was just an odd-ass pay-per-view. It was good in the beginning. Some good, good some bad. Middle, and then it, it was good at the end, but the middle, the middle was some shit. Especially with them, with gender and Roman, they the fans didn't even get them even a chance to even come out before they started acting up. They just did not want to see that goddamn match. And to add to that, there was no air conditioning in the building at all. Oh, where were they? Uh, Chicago the night before. Oh no no, that was Chicago. Oh, they were in the Allstate yeah. Arena, and not the. Was that, wait, is that the, I mean, wait, 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 wait. Is that, were they in the old yeah, one the or the new one? That's the old one. That's the old one, right, because it only holds like 13. Because mm-hmm. remember. Or like a normal Yeah, because the me going is the United States Center, right? Yeah, yep. so people were just pissed. People were just pissed already, and it was hot as shit. So they was letting everybody know we do not want to see this match. And then come around Monday night, they gonna put two of the most 
boring as motherfuckers in the ring together, had a tag team. Damn, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, both of them can't speak worth a shit on the damn mic. Both of them stumbling like shit. That's just ridiculous, damn ridiculous. And they had to feed them to the damn revival at that of all people. Ain't seen them do nothing in weeks. They don't come out and just job their asses. I'm like, God damn. This just takes almost everybody from NXT that he bring up, that Hunter bring up, unless they got blonde hair, cute butt, and some blue eyes. That's about it. Whoa, wait a second. Even, Rich? well, I... Uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, even I feel like they done ruined Austin. Yeah, you're good. Ruined damn Austin. They didn't yeah, ruin Austin. I mean, they made Austin look like a dumbass. Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. Like she was in a trance. Like, who is that? I'm here. I'm in the ring. That can't be me. <sighs> Damn, man. I was just disappointed. I was highly disappointed and aggravated in that. That shit really took me off right then. That would be Austin like that for no damn reason. Man, her look like boo boo the fool. That's exactly, yep. Yeah, and, and then then the rumblings going around that it might be Roman versus Brock and fucking SummerSlam. If that is, I'm going to be a highly upset nigga going to that damn show that night if that's the main event. And if Braun don't come out and cash in and win that damn match, I don't be mad. I'm like, I done paid $650 for this shit, and you going to give me a credit main event like that? Man, I'm going to be mad. But, 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 but Willis, we, we are, if we all know that and you still paid the 650 how how can you be mad at them? Because they they kind of telegraph. Like, if I, I go up to Travis and I say, as soon as I set foot in your apartment, I'm taking a dump on your couch. Dang. And he buys me a plane ticket to do it. Well, how is he going to get mad I if he's taking that- the dump? I bought that ticket in the beginning of the year. I bought that joint in January. Like I said earlier, somebody in the poll, it was like, what's more? And I couldn't believe I was in the 9%. 90, 91% said, yeah, Brian will cash in on Brock if he still, whatever. I forget how it was phrased. And I was like, no, I'll believe it when I see it. They're in the Roman Reigns business, and until they get out of the Roman Reigns business, I'll continue to... You know, put put my chips on Roman Reigns and being the one to take that from Brock Lesnar, like until it's just defended. So I'm just the I'll believe it when I see it kind of guy, or in this situation. Um, so but I I yeah. figure after all this shit with damn WrestleMania, he ain't winning the shit. The um damn um greatest Royal Rumble, Rumble, he ain't winning it. He, and no, he won though. No. He, he won. He ain't win. He's an uncrowned champ. It's on his shirt. He ain't win shit. His foot was still caught up in the goddamn apron when Brock, Brock rolled off the um off the cage. Hey. Uncrowned champ. You seen the team? Uh-huh. Established That's 2014. Right. Man, Roman need to go jump in the lake or some shit. I don't know. Well, he put it on Twitter. He put it on Twitter, Willis. All the reactions, you brick by brick built the Roman Empire. Thank you for doing your part. 
Man, he's just as fucking delusional as he want to be. He, I think, I really think the boy is slow. Honestly, you think everybody. I think he's slow. I think he just uh, a, a buckethead. Don't realize what's going on. The the ship is sinking around him, and he's like, "Oh, I could, we could he make it to damn land." Wait, wait, if his, wait a minute, Willis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna time out. If his ship is sinking, I want to be in the submarine with him because oh, he's about to make more money than he ever made. They're about okay. to make more money than they've ever made, and you know, wife happy, his girls are happy. Like the only people who aren't happy are fans, and he don't care. Jack's still clear. He ain't, he, he ain't gonna be satisfied unless somebody shake his ass. They all they already tired face damn page in the face already. Yeah, but, but nobody, that goes back to pro wrestling fans. Willis, that goes back to pro wrestling nobody, fans. They will pie face a beautiful woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they pie right. face a beautiful woman and shame her weight. They're not gonna mess with two hundred and sixty five pound man that could tune them up. Shit, oh, that didn't stop them from back in the fucking day. You used to jump in the ring. You yeah, back in the people. day though, people would be shooting at people because they believe you were the heel. Now they're on the internet tweeting about how they would see him and then they don't want the smoke. <laughs> like, there's only three yeah, people in the world. If they threw that stuff out there, I would be like, if Mike from Brooklyn said he coming, I am not going. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, man, let me let me see you at uh, Amtrak. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> if Darrell's like, like, I'm trying to get that third strike. Nope. <laughs> TM61 if Sean is and now Sean's been added to the list. If Sean's like meet me in LA, let's talk about the Rock not being black. Nope, I will <laughs> say my happy button Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's just a damn shame and disgrace. Well, it just proves <laughs> that SmackDown is the better damn show because Fox is willing to pay a billion dollars for SmackDown and not Raw. They see the embarrassment that shit been the last couple of months. So. Now, now let let's be fair. The reason Fox is paying for SmackDown is because USA Network said they couldn't afford both the kids, so they got first dibs. Right, as if Fox is uh-huh. like, no, nah, we don't want Raw. We like the quality of SmackDown better. Like, come on, we're man. team. We bleed blue all the way. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Now come on, they got they got my man. I might I might lose the uh, Orville because my man fed up with it. He is fed up. Oh, uh, he writes for Orville too, or he created that? No, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, you, oh, you saw what Seth MacFarlane did this that week. That writes uh, for that created fam- uh, Modern Family. Oh no no no! He's done. I was he's like because yeah a I was Fox talking about it's produced by Fox Studios, yeah. but it's aired on yeah. ABC. He's done with them. He's not going to work with them any going further. He's like, oh, I'm yeah, all McFarlane's in for, like, for, for, for Yeah, McFarlane's like, I want no part in this. So I, I, which sucks. He's like, I'm ashamed to work for this company. Like, oh, God. Damn it. It's different. I mean, it's different. They different. just got to hold out for hold out for like six months when Disney buys them, and then ABC's like, all right. You ain't got to be teamed up with uh, racist Rupert Modoc or his family. It's just a multinational corporation that's soulless as usual. Yeah. Yeah. We're too soulless to have to be racist. Right. We like everyone's <laughs> Everybody money. We see gray. Everybody's, we just see gray and green. 
Everybody's a gray soul, and we just see the green money coming out their pocket. Yep. Mm-mm. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, um, Willis. I'm sorry. I'm glad my man Rusev won the damn um, match um, last night because that was a hell of a SmackDown was a really good show. I don't understand. It's like night and day. All the boring shit that go on on Raw, and then you go to the next channel, the same fucking company, and you get a decent show almost every week with damn SmackDown. Well, you get an hour left, and I, so that allows them to space yeah. stuff out and keep people off. Like, in the middle of yeah. it, nobody was complaining that AJ leading up to the pay-per-view missed, what, like four out of five weeks, three out of five weeks? Right, because they they got enough. Yeah, he didn't wrestle like three out of the final five weeks. Nope. But he was probably there, though. I'm sure he. Mm, I think he he missed out of the five, two or three. But like, yeah, like on the whole, like he was. You didn't see him. Oh, we got some rain. Yeah. You know, good stuff going on other places. Yeah, I think it was just them getting him rest. Like I think even Wade alluded to it because like the first two weeks. They didn't see him. You didn't hear from him. And then after that, it was like, okay, you'd see him in a segment, but he wouldn't wrestle. Well, I got a recommendation. I got an early copy of the um, new um, Death of Superman cartoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. That joint is, is awesome because it's basically rated R, so you can see dudes, say, ripping off people's arms and shit. Oh, okay. This went this went far differently. I got worried for a second, Willis. I'm not gonna lie, because when you opened with it, it was rated R. I thought it was gonna be like the killing joke where people were getting excited because you got to see Barb Gordon's boobs and her having sex and whatnot. But I know you a straight oh. man that uh, you keep it real. You know, I don't have to worry about you being wild like uh, Darrell. I wish he would call up tonight too. I have, I didn't even um. I- I didn't even see the damn killing joke because I, I, everybody said how bad it was. I like, forget it. I just read the damn Yeah, joke. it was problematic. Like, sexual assault, the weird relationship they set up with her and Batman. Like, it, yeah, it was it was messy. And then the creator yeah, they, did one of those things where he, like, tripled down and he's like, yeah, you know, it was my interpretation and I got the, re- the right to do it and yada, yada. It's like, ah, you can miss me with that, my man. He, everybody said just watch the um, the last thirty or forty minutes. Don't even watch the first thirty or forty minutes and call it a day. Mm. Once they said once you watch, watch Barbara get shot, that's when you start watching the movie, and that's about it. I ain't still seen it yet. I ain't even bought that joint. So yeah, so you get a chance. It it's just like the um the comic book except they got mm-hmm. on the new fatigue. The new fifty two costumes. That's the on, the only difference in it. That's it. What platform is it on? Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of that stuff anyway because the kids like my son's not going to care that that was like new fifty two. So you know, for the old heads like us, we might care. some people might care because for me, I don't care about stuff like that as long as it works. Uh, you know as long what? As it I still people... got beef with Willis getting me to buy Uh-oh. that damn. Uh... Somebody issue number 52, like a year and a half, two damn years ago. It was Superman, wasn't it? Get to Superman, the last I think issue it was. of this run. And Lex, like, this shit was so corny. It's like, I can't get my my four bucks back, man. Fuck. 
Or this 20 minutes of my life it took to read this shit. <laughs> Willis and his suggestions. So, yeah, well, listen, Willis is know, like that, uh, like 880 man. or 900. You, get, you let that man live. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So hope it, it's just like the um the witch console ends up basically with the reign of Superman starting. So it was. It was good. It's like an hour and like 20 minutes. It's way better than it was what Batman versus Superman should have been. <laughs> the, movie, the movie that is that came out a couple years ago. That hot mess of a movie. And okay. then I'm waiting for waiting for the new Transformers movie to come out where they looking like the, the 80s joint. Yeah, but other than that, that's about it. And, and before I go, one more thing. Um, I hope Sam Bobby Lashley did Roman halfway across the screen like he did Sam, which is one of the fake ass on Anderson's last night and and last Roman's face and rolled out. I, that's the only part I like out of that whole match. He <laughs> showed the boy how to really do a spear. He did steal his uh, <laughs> kill <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Good talking to you. All right. That's, uh, oh, shit. We got somebody on 619. It's uh, San Diego is talking about. San Diego. What's this? Hey, what's up, guys? I was at the. Uh, you guys ever come over here to the Comic Con? I have not. I, I've never. I have not been uh, past Minnesota or Iowa West. Oh, oh yeah, it's fantastic. We it's getting or bigger Texas. and bigger which... this year. What's that? Yeah. Or Texas? I don't know. Well, Maybe Texas is closer closer to West yeah. than Iowa. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we West. had last time we had a Comic Con uh, a series here. They had uh, um, a gentleman in a, a Superman's costume, and then another gentleman in a Batman costume, and it was they started playing out like the. Uh, uh, their their fights and their battles, and before you know it, they were just you know their clothes were off and they were sucking each other's dicks and fucking each other in the asshole. Oh just boy, there we ass. go. They were coming all over this the place, guy. just shit and scat. And before you know it, they had scat. You know what scat is when they play with shit? They just had shit smeared all over the walls, and they were playing having superpowers and just eating the shit off the walls, and just they were just smearing it all over each other. And I was wondering, which one of your guys' mother smeared shit all over you? How do you two, you know, have you guys, which one enjoys the fecal play? Go ahead. Now, I like Scatman Carruthers. He is my favorite because so, in the, the 90s, fecal? he had a hit single. Uh, fecal. I, oh, man, you think I, you can shock us after three years with Travis? Sir. I don't know what hole you crawled out of, but you got to try harder. I want to see how I, I was tempted to see how long he, you know, keep going with the with the shit themed uh, superhero stuff. But yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that was creative. That's but, one a uh, year but, at this point. Right, I think it might uh, even how, be the same. your mother time. into shit play? <laughs> let's, let's continue. Does your mom like to play in her own shit? Like what the? Yeah, I mean, like uh, okay, shit. Yeah. All right. Hey, you're you're edgy. I remember. I remember my first beer, if I can borrow that. Make, it, make it San Diego look bad. Could have bought it a little better. Man. 
Like, I mean, I really wish. I guess like, that's better than just yeah, going with Baba you know, Booey Baba or Booey something. My dick, you know, yeah. Like that. He built it up, you know, had us, you know, invested, and then boom, it just. He worked, yeah. and then he switched it up. He definitely, he tried to call it in the ring, but my goodness. <laughs> yeah. so, all right. That's what I get for trying to bring on new colors. Expand the audience. I mean, I, for one, I think. Having three, having done three years with you on this, it's there's nothing anyone so can three say. Three years ago, you'd have been like more. catching the vapors. No, My three years ago, I'd have been. No, no, I would have been pissed. Well, at the end when he did the mother stuff, I was pissed a little bit because my mother is a saint, and whatever she does in her private life for giggles is none of his concern. Uh, but like, like yeah, say it, say all you want. I mean, you just spent as much as you want to think. Like pro wrestling, as much as we look down on some pro wrestling fans, as much as you think a pro wrestling podcast is so beneath you that you can call and crank call it, you're crank calling it. And you actually gave us your real number that we can use for some fun stuff. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoy getting all the mail I'm sending you in the next 10 minutes. Let's see. Like, so we got 111. One, one. So Skype called. Maybe call back. Maybe it's call. Back. If it's Skype. If it's Skype, I'm betting it's Craig. I'm betting it's Craig. He's going to finish it strong. Strong. Well, we still, you know, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got to make our trip to Georgia. Uh, For Skype or 111 International. Who's this? So I are you about offended? The thing, go fuck your mother. (laughs) She's no saint. Trust me, she's a whore. That chick sucks the ass. Let's be totally honest. She's a dick sucking whore. Please don't call my phone because it's totally my real number. You. Yeah, no kidding, douchebag. <laughs> Please don't call my phone as I insult your mother. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I had a feeling like Craig don't just pop in this late. Like, nah, that's fuckface calling back. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like a Darren, Darren, Darren Wilson supporter on on the phone with the FBI. Hello, police. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? That's not even funny because that's that's that shit's actually happening. To yeah. people, people swatting people and shit. That ain't even cool. Yeah, just just to let you know, my friend, I work for a several. Uh, I work for a time with the State Department and Department of Defense, so I will have no problem sending that number to the people who need no, to know how much of the United damn. States you are. You think I, I I call him comrade for 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 just for to bust his balls? Like nah, man, he's in deep with Putin and them, Dare Pashka, all the Oli- all the Russian oligarchs, Michael Cohen, <laughs> Rich no more. <laughs> Got that LLC set up in the, in the in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> man, it's sad. Like I didn't want to have to go back there and do that stuff, but right. Like damn, I got a waterboard, motherfuckers again, ripping off toenails. Like I was, as soon as they get you get out, they pull you back in. <laughs> All right, that's somebody from 808's calling. Uh, you know, Thank you. I get this asshole again. <laughs> I want to see how far he's gonna go. Uh, 808, is, yes. is that you again? Oh, sick. Guess who? 
Fuck you, man. Like, I, that's actually got kind of, I, I actually give him a round of applause on that one. So, uh, yeah, calling in again. With, I don't know. I bet he called in the 808. This is like his work number. So, so not only can we got his real number, we got like his office number. We can play this back for him for his fucking job. <laughs> all right, all right. With, with no further delay, let's get this. Let's get this over with and talk to Terrell so we can get the hell out of here. <laughs> Terrell, yeah, with Terrell at this point? Who knows? Right? Yo, <laughs> yo, yo what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no guys in here. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Y'all too, y'all too nice and y'all play along with these people too much. First I mean, of all, what I'm going to do? Like, selling me? Like, how dare you call my show with that? Oh, whatever. No, Got oh it. no, oh no. Once once he hit the mama, hey, 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 dude. Let me tell you something. That don't make you hard because you can cuss and come with little shit jokes. But hey, man, once you start, hey, hey, I can't be Marty McFly because he real, says something about my mom. Fuck this guy. And I, and I got your real number. Um, I got your real <laughs> number, fam. Hey, <laughs> you probably would. You would probably regret ever calling someplace like this again. Because, bro, I be on your bumper real hard, bro. <laughs> and I don't got the cuss to scare you or do all that foolishness. So, <laughs> man, these people play too much. Look, shouldn't look, See, almost progress, like though. He called in. He talked about – he talked to two black guys, and all he had to say was your mother's a whore and, you know, playing and shit. Like, can we give this guy a round of applause? There were no N-bombs, no apes, no monkeys. I think, uh, I think, you know, Fuckface deserves a little bit of credit. <laughs> he probably, he probably think, um, just, um, stereotyping regular wrestling fans, so he probably thought, um, everybody's some fat guy, fat white guy in the basement or something like that who run the podcast. That's what he probably thought. I mean, I think that's pretty, well, fat is out of the, you know, you can't hear fat, you know, but... I think it's pretty clear that that we are not that show. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm giving him credit. I think he knows he was talking to a couple brothers, and you know who who we appeal to in the audience that's listening. And uh, he decided, you know what? I'm just going to be a normal face and not a you know a bigoted one. So yeah, good for you. Uh, I don't know if he gave his name. And, and Rich, don't be putting me up with that. Oh, like I'm gonna have some filthy or nasty or something like that. Put you on or something like that. Man, I only hang around the corners of the the hood is a hood craziness. Listen, Darrell, but you've been you've been down those roads last, last week. Darrell, no, you've been. I, Darrell, been I know you've been in those yeah. streets. Yeah, because <laughs> when you put the pictures up of you in the gym, it's like these people trying to make me go back to what I was. I was like, see, somebody trying to make him get that third strike, and I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> no, man. I just hang around them crazy corners, man. But yeah, I done been down some of them roads. I done been down yeah, some of them roads. Yeah, I'm not messing with you. Like, <laughs> I think me and Trav predicted some craziness uh, when I was telling him my Miami story. And, uh, <laughs> The little the little rapper boy got skimmed up the same way that I was telling Travis how they do that stuff down that way. Yeah, you know? extension. Yeah, about all the all the all the the youth were you know sad the last couple of days because uh, 
extension. But but also hurts him takes. Hey, if Malcolm X would have died at twenty, he would have went that. He would have died with the reputation of a of a con artist and a and a low life and a thief and a criminal. Like, yeah, right. Because we didn't give this man twenty. He didn't get twenty years to turn himself around. I'm supposed to not point out the fact that he's a fucking scumbag and a low life and a woman beater and an att- possible attempted fucking murderer, drowner. Come on. You talking about the guy who just I don't got have killed? Any, I didn't have anything to say one way or the other. I just looking at other folks' take. I don't care. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I care that guy got you know, murdered. That sucks. But oh damn, Rich dropped off. Oh yeah. Ain't no way to get him back. So whatever. Oh man. But yeah, you know that was something that we had spoke on. I said, Golly, check this out. I was just telling Trav that's what these boys do down that way in the broad daylight, catch you at a stoplight or stop, and they uh uh uh. Come but they didn't even. You. Oh, they took. They said they what they say they took like a uh, like a bag, like a Birkin bag or, or some kind of like designer yeah, a, bag. Uh, but I don't know if it was for the bag or like maybe a, something was in it. And was it a? It had some racks in it or whatever. I don't know. You know them kid, them little young kids today, man. They be out there flossing and flaunting and all that type of foolishness and doing that super stuff and be asking for stuff like this. Cause don't nobody, they don't know nobody, you know, smarting them up. And then everybody fame chase and fame worship, worship people who supposed to have a little fame. So, you know, that's where you get all the. Oh, he was such a good guy. And he got more fans after he died than he had when <laughs> yeah. he was alive. So, I mean, that's that, that's not unique to Extension. So, I mean, fucking Prince got more famous when he died. People that just didn't care for him or were too young or never gave it, you know, or like me, they grew up with him, but I don't have any Prince albums, you know, might have been inspired to go, oh, you know, let me get some stuff. Yeah. I didn't. I, I know I wasn't inspired to listen to his music, but I guess this new generation, yeah. like um, I mean, he got that Mike he got that one song that comes on Pandora on on my trap station. Uh, so he was talking about death and all his friends nah. are dead. Push him to the limit. Push me to the huh? edge. All my friends are that dead. That ain't him. That's a that's, that's his song right there. Yes, it is. I thought that was his song. Oh, see, I'm nah. so lost with these guys. I thought that was him. Vert's still alive. Mm. He had a song. His biggest hit was. Uh, um, it is. It's, it's got a real. What he did was fuse like alternative sounds or alternative rock sounds, like non-traditional hip hop sounds in that trap sound. Like so, he had really unique samples. So I will give it. Like his production was really like. Uh, but he still was talking like dumb shit. You know, I mean, it wasn't anything innovative. The music was, but him himself, Eric or anything wasn't. But yeah, he he's had a few minor hits, but he was so like raunchy and stuff. Like his biggest stuff wasn't going to get. I don't think get played on the radio. And probably won't be played after next year. Yeah, because they, they, that's how quick. When they don't make music, that's how quick that music go out of style and never play it again. Remember um, the dude um, who uh, Trinidad James coming out here um, taking off uh, uh, one of Martin's characters? 
Gold on my right. <laughs> oh, you rarely hear that song anymore. And not too many people know what he do right now. So, you know. That, that goes to... Yeah, so this is the biggest song I think he had, or at least that I know of. Of the worst freestyles ever on the on uh, freshman on the the little new freshman thing that they be having coming out. The group that he came in there with, they had one of the worst freestyles ever. So that's the only thing. That's on a list yeah. that I seen some YouTuber while I'm reacting to. Yeah, like look at these. But, yeah, like that ain't where they strong points are. Like, stop it. Like, why would y'all put yourself in that situation? <laughs> y'all know y'all can't rap. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you and Mike was talking about earlier, just to, before we go to wrestling real fast about the um, mixtapes and stuff like that. I haven't personally listened to the new Nas. Um, I listen to Jay Z, them nine tracks, um, Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, the Carters. But yeah, Carters. Yeah. I haven't listened to the Nas. I haven't listened to the Pusha T because I refuse to listen, uh, download anything that's just seven, oh. seven tracks. Mm-hmm. It might sound good, but you know, I have to wait till I start hearing it from other people before I start. Then I pick songs off of there to listen to and to download. But I can't download your album if it's only One seven. Night. Seven nope. tracks. Uh, no, nah, I'm just. Hey, I'm, I've been because I follow a few different other people. Like, I just, I still, I'm still bumping the um Nipsey Hustle album, and that's almost twenty, and every song on there riding, and, and some of the albums that dropped early in this year. So, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I don't I never. If you don't if you don't have an album I think it's worth getting I'm not downloading your individual songs like that don't happen yeah and and that's me too so cause usually if I don't download the album his one real I'm really worth getting so it wasn't a song on there to get so but I was liking what y'all were talking about the mixtape because down mm-hmm. south that's how the trap game started was through the mixtape and that's how a lot of them guys made their money and blew up and was making money through the mixtapes. I know it started up north and all of that. That's how right. people like DJ Clue and all of them, yeah. they got noticed. But down south, you know, that's how a lot of people blew up. Started with, like, the Greg Street, um, DJ Drama. I think he was one of the first DJs to really blow up, make all his money off of mixtapes, the Gangsta Grills, setting them online Gangsta and stuff like that. Grills. Uh-huh. Um, Young Jeezy, that's how he blew up and made all his money. He's probably one of the greatest mixtape guys yeah, from down so south that ever. Story artist. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Trap or Die Him, was an Pastor album. P are like they in have no beats. As far as artists go. Uh-huh. And Lil Wayne made his name as the best rapper alive through the mixtapes. That was sounding like albums and having original beats and stuff like that. 
So that's that's how I remember all of that stuff right there. Now the um go to wrestling. Man, I enjoyed you um on on way and going off about Carmelo, man. <laughs> yeah. And when you and Wade bust out and laughed at the guy no, <laughs> about the Shawn yeah. Michaels comparison. <laughs> Apparently, so in the chat room, Mike Mike uh, from Grand Rapids was saying, <clears throat> "Did you see Wade got called out on Twitter for quote unquote being too mean to the kid who compared Carmella to Shawn Michaels during the show?" I'm like, "No, but I'm glad I avoided that shit." <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Way he caught all the heat. I was right there next to him, poking and prodding. <laughs> <laughs> and you started, and you started, because you made Way laugh. Yeah, it was my damn. I, I set it up for that kid before he even showed up by going off on that on that rant on her. <laughs> oh, and in the post, like, look before he got the correspondent on the line, and we hit record. Like I was like. You know, we just little chit chat between segments, and I was like, "Fuck yo!" I was like, "Carmella is Shawn Michaels." Good lord! And he was like, "I was trying not to be too. Just, I was trying not to make fun of him." I was like, "I wanted to, like, but I, 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 I bit my tongue because it was so easy. Hey. Like he had the voice. The only way you the, can learn the, is from getting um, ridiculed. <laughs> you know the list that 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 nerdy list that they, they, you know. Like, he had that call. Come on. It was just like, you know what? Why dunk on a fucking third grader? Like, that's no, like, how fun is that? <laughs> I, I bet. You know, like, anybody looking isn't going to be like, oh, you see that? You see Trav dunk on that little motherfucker? Like, nah, they're going to be like, yeah, why you dunk on a young boy like that, man? That ain't right. He's crying now. And I'm just look mean. So, like, so I'm glad I didn't. And now Wade's just catching me. <laughs> that was and that was a highlight right there, because I don't, I don't think people understand like when you're doing comparison and they don't understand comparison, so you have to ridicule some people. So next time when you start doing comparisons, let's say if he wanted to compare uh, compare Lamar Odom to LeBron James, bro, you deserve that. You deserve to get whatever you finna get because some comparisons. <laughs> Yeah. Don't comprehend. <laughs> and um, your boy earlier, Sean, with the Car- Carmella and talking about the different heels. First of all, you got. I understand people say we got two heels. Bam! He said he liked the Jinder Mahal thing. push. Like what else? Like like the, in, in the conversation. Like I can't go no further. Like thanks for <laughs> you know winning me this this and little argument here. That's troll. I, I I felt like he was six nine and you right there. You were just trolling. Maybe. <laughs> he was six nine you at that time. <laughs> With the um the definition of um what I remember how wrestling being all the way to this day is the championship is not supposed to make the person. The person is supposed to make the championship and I mean in some tools. occasions when you have the right person you know, that is it's just I, not I put there. It like, this. like you know, you can take a chance. Like this, your favorite Bianca That's Blair. Your favorite, Bianca Blair. If she, yeah. if they would bring her up right now and want to shoot her to the top like they did Paige back in the day when Paige came in and beat AJ Lee. Yeah. If she comes up and beat Carmella, is she gonna gain it, gain anything from beating Carmella? 
any interest? People oh. want to know who she is. Uh, maybe Again, just because working. she's new and she has a she has a she looks good and, and has a great look and blah blah blah. But because she beat Carmella, no, they're not going to be like, oh my God, Carmella lost. And every champion doesn't have to have that. Every champion can't be the unstoppable. Like, oh my God, I don't see it. How who can beat her or who can beat him? That ain't everybody's role. But Carmella's role should not be anywhere near the top uh, of any division, and she shouldn't be. Uh, Holding any championships, and she's just not good enough. And, and she's certainly not squirming here that these people that they're talking about. I think Ric Flair played that the most and played that the best. Well, he, you don't think he's supposed to beat the people that he beat, but right. But he, he had a physical credibility, credibility that she against guys that you know even bigger guys. Him against Sting or him against uh, you know whoever that's bigger than him, he has still a physical credibility that she doesn't, even going up against a Naomi. And Naomi is they're probably about the same height, and Naomi just is thicker than her. And she, you know, so it's not like, and you know, men and women. She just told you guys. <laughs> and she told you guys, uh, the, the thing they had on ESPN, she told you guys on that when she caught the concussion when they first did the first little um, thing over there in the U.K., that little event, and she caught the concussion. And the coaches on that show told y'all that, hey, man, she look like she don't want to be hit anymore. Oh. When they were thinking about cutting her. What was and she on that she was getting big cut? What was, what was this? On the oh, you're talking about little, that, uh, that, that NXT, like, uh, uh, breaking Point or whatever it was called, yeah. Breaking Ground show. Breaking yeah. Ground, yeah. They were saying it on there, and that was like three, four years ago, and she still haven't changed. Yeah. Ever since she got yeah. that concussion, she ain't been one. So ain't no getting better for her. No getting yeah, better for her. her yeah, she okay yeah. on the mic. She okay on the mic. Yeah, she's she's trying to play Alexa uh, Bliss role, but Alexa Bliss does it better. And I ain't saying Alexa Bliss is so good in the ring, but you know why she's they play her? As a little People bit. talk like the yes. like the size is less the thing for me. Like the fact that Carmella is slim is less because again the difference isn't that you know like sure Carmel or Charlotte and Oscar and Naomi are bigger than her. But if she was a good enough wrestler, like with the men, we it, we would overlook it. Sasha Banks is you know we don't think about her. It's a, usually like in her safety, like man she can't keep taking these bumps. Not in the, is she credible? Uh, uh, that's not the conversation around Sasha Banks. And she's tiny. She's super thin. So it's not that. It's that Sasha Banks is a better worker. Sasha Banks has better psychology. Sasha, Sasha Banks sells better. Sasha Banks is not scared to get hit in the face a little bit. And, and that's the same with Alexa Bliss. That's why. And Alexa Bliss, same when way. You right. see, she added so much to that Ronda segment, it, it was her talking and her taking those bumps again, letting Ronda beat the hell out of her and and toss her around because you wanted to see it, and she sold it right. And, yeah, Alexa ain't the best wrestler, but it's been a while since anybody could say she had a bad match with somebody she's not or the person that the she's wrestling of, with. She's not bringing her division down by winning. I don't like the fact that she beat Nia Jackson. She cashed in. I was not happy, but she she's not like an un, she's not a she's not a non credible uh, wrestler. Like 
like Carmella yeah. is. And if you had good announcers who would tell her background, because if I'm not mistaken, she used to be a, a, a weightlifter, like something like that. The little five-foot-tall uh, five girl used to be a professional weightlifter or something like that. I used to well, try to compete doing that type of stuff. I didn't know she lifted weights. Yeah, so, yeah, so I thought I read that um, um, about her. I'm not so sure, so don't, don't quote me on it. But, you know, if that's true, if you had great announcers telling you stuff like this, that adds more to the believability. Right, you'd be like, oh, okay, she's got certain great Lower, you know, lower body power, and it helps her like when she when she's on pins. Like Russell, we just need like Wade say it all the time. Just give us a story to believe, <laughs> and we'll be like, oh yeah, sure, no, I accept that totally. She should be a power. She should and, be a lift, and uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, and you can see with her thighs. Her thighs are all thick. See, you see, thighs. Look at that ass. Thick. I mean, thighs, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, but they too busy want to pass these people to, to be uh, and shame people for stuff like that, so they don't be want to look at all that type and of stuff. What that what backwards world is Paige fat? <laughs> I don't know. They don't know what fat is. To you, to you, um, find your girl like Rosputia <laughs> from Norbit. <laughs> oh Jesus! Then that's fat. <laughs> Who um can't see her toes when she stand up straight up. Then that's fat. <laughs> but other than that, I don't want to hear all that and that rhyme, homies. <laughs> but um, another thing, I know y'all was talking about the clunkiness of, of, of these some of these wrestlers, the Nia Jax, even some of the people all the way down to NXT. You can say still right now with Velveteen Dream, I heard people say, you know, he's still kind of feeling his way. I feel like this. You can blame a little bit of that on WWE. Like, how much better Charlotte would have been if soon as she turned heel from the end of her NXT run all the way till now, she was working as a heel and worked that heel style for four or five years and honed it and got, and got more comfortable with it because that's what she's really comfortable with. You can tell it now. And you get comfortable with that style, and you're not switching all the time. Now you got to play the baby face. So now I got to sell this, sell that, do all of yeah. these things. And before, because before you can be versatile, you have to learn the skills. You got to learn. You got to master one WWE. thing. First. Yes, and they want them to be. Well, I mean, I don't um, know. I think you can be versatile without and be like a jack of all trades type, master of none type. I don't want to. Yeah, but that's kind of hard like, to know, yeah. Some of the best wrestlers. Was uh, you know they mastered one thing they mastered something, right? Like yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. The Rock mastered right. the style of wrestling that he did. You know what I'm saying? And then his mic skills added to the um to it and just magnified. So you when you got in the ring, you seen Rock later on in his career when he had the sliding shoes and stuff like that and the spotlight. He wasn't doing all that type of big type of wrestling stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because he mastered his style and his whatever, his tactics in the ring kept you preoccupied. It's like, it's like a magician. I'm trying to get your focus mm-hmm. over here to the right. <laughs> I'm distracting I'm you with you this hand. The, You're not left. looking at at this hand. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So just, just like Sasha, if Sasha was still, I know they say she got some clunky spots and stuff like that at times. But if she was still wrestling as a heel 
and perfecting that right there, she would be totally better. And she wouldn't have had that hard time in the beginning on the main roster with her promos because she was already feeling herself as a heel promo coming out of NXT. And maybe you could make stuff a little different, even with the Roman Reigns. If they let him do one certain way, and this is what I do, this is how I'm going to do it, and now I'm comfortable with it where now I can start adding variations to it, maybe he wouldn't look the way that um, people want to criticize him all the time. Because he only saying what they tell him to say. So, yeah, he's going to slip up in interviews and say, uh, on Twitter and say, y'all all built my blocks. Because he's sounding like what they telling him what they want him to say. If you listen to the announcers talk about him, he sound like them. <laughs> he sound like what they be saying about him when he be out there wrestling. That just that's just my take on on certain stuff. Like it could be different, but look at Nakamura to go to talk about now my best heel in the company. <laughs> Nakamura, this heel man. If you would let him been doing that the whole four two years on the main roster, how good would he be with it now, and how more yeah. polarizing would it be? That's why I'm hoping he beat um, Jeff Hardy. I don't know how you feel about that. I know you said it. Oh, wait. Is it going to be for the U.S. um, title? Is Jeff Hardy still the U.S. champion? Yeah, he's still the U.S. champion. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's why. how you feel about that because I feel like if you let Nakamura beat him and he win that title, now you got him at the U.S. level and A.J. at the um, world level and probably going into SummerSlam Right now, SmackDown will probably have the best one-two as top and co-champion out there. And the U.S. title will be more relevant than ever it has in a long time since John Cena was carrying and doing the little challenge. Mm -hmm. No, all good points. Because now you can bring people in to who want to beat Shinsuke, and the heel character can even more develop. And that's what I mean by to the people who um, all about Carmelo adding to the title, not pulling from the title and dragging it down to where oh, she you pulling get that it to shit the next down. person. <laughs> yeah. Now they got the rebuild. I mean, the title number Look one wasn't strong enough to pull her up. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it could have been yeah. I mean, it's just booking. It's 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 how things are presented. So, all right, uh-huh. we're gonna. And things on uh, on on that note. Now I wanna, wanna get out of here. Get this VIP uh, portion started uh, as soon as possible. So I'm actually house sitting for G- for Jason, feeding his. Uh, well, he put a bunch of food out for Larry, so the cat's fine. But he's got a bearded dragon, and you got to turn the light on or, or off at night, you know, so they don't go crazy. <laughs> you know, sun don't go down, <laughs> and uh, you know. Feed her greens and mealworms in the morning. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm doing that this week. So, so yeah, so that does it for us here. Uh, free folks will be by next week, uh, same time, same channel. VIPers, click over. Rich and I will be back for another hour or so of content. Uh, so yeah, so appreciate all your uh, 
uh, your calls and emails and uh, everybody's time. And uh, we'll get at y'all next week. I'm out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.